Hey, thanks for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. And today, the main topic is that cheating is ruining crossplay. If you want to go to that section of the video, there'll be a timestamp below if you did not manage to catch the live stream. I stream Monday through Friday in the mornings. I'm a safe-for-work broadcaster. A lot of people treat me like video game radio. If you'd prefer shorter uploads, just go to SNTR Shorts on YouTube. We upload the segments there if you don't really like to watch live streams other topics on the docket for today bungie and ubisoft obviously related to the cheating topic there's a lawsuit they're actually taking one of the cheat providers to court ring one one of the most well-known cheat providers this isn't bungie's first rodeo with trying to take down cheating companies they sent cease and desist to one of the companies uh, later, I think last year, and then earlier this year, they took, they set their sights on Gator cheats, and so we are going to continue to cover this every time it comes up. What exactly does this mean for Ring One, and what are the details of the case? We've got that here. I even got an email from a press company about this particular topic. It's a big one because more and more companies are going to have to get creative in trying to shut down not just the cheats themselves by banning the users but the actual companies who are profiting in large large quantities by distributing and making the cheats available lastly the dead space remake news that a director from assassin's creed valhalla will be working on the title has some people concerned since assassin's creed valhalla is very different than dead space we'll talk about why should we be concerned or not concerned about that i for one am not concerned and we can go into details and that's funny about assassin's creed valhalla is sort of the, the the title that is springboarded the potential of the franchise going into live service and it's one of the more debated titles in the franchise I, every time we talk about it I've got people saying, like, it's good, it's bad, it's their least favorite, it's their favorite, and uh, it, it's a very, very uh, polarizing uh, release in the, in the Assassin's Creed franchise. I, for one, wish I would have had more time to play it, because the opening was a little rocky, and I, you know, I wanted to spend... Uh, more time in it and I just didn't get a chance to so full docket today if you're if you're a paying member you can submit your questions now if this topic really interests you you know cheating ruining crossplay it's a long sought after feature now in in games and it, it is becoming an actual problem as exposing console players to more cheats We'll talk about what that means for the future of PvP gaming in general. Even free games may be in jeopardy going forward. It might not be a viable business strategy for PvP games because it just makes you a ripe target for easy cheating as far as just coming back in even after a ban, which is one of the leading problems right now for cheats. If you missed it yesterday, I finally gave my thoughts on the Halo Infinite technical test. It was basically my review of Halo Infinite in, in the technical test. I discussed the, the map design, the combat, the guns, and that was a really good discussion. And anytime you come back uh, to these videos later, you can always use those timestamps below. And I want to explain why it says paid promotion, this little pop-up here. If you see that, that has nothing to do with the topics or the game selections. 
I am not being paid to cover any of these games or play these games. If I've ever been paid to play or cover a game, I will explicitly tell you that. Some of our contracts are with some companies now that specifically pay for placement inside of a stream. That's a very different contract than some of the ones I had previously. That just means we have to let you know, hey, there is paid product placement in this stream. We're just abiding by the rules. So it's good news. It it means that we've got really good contracts and we've got companies working with us, but we have to divulge that to you. It's a lot different than just saying, or tweeting hey use a code this is actual you know paid placement inside of a live stream so if you ever go to the descriptions of these videos you can see the actual timestamps there is my review we also talked about horizon forbidden west getting delayed and the recent apex legends bandwave hitting a lot of playstation 4 users for a very particular reason with regard to an exploit and getting into lower level lobbies and all kind of stuff now in the afternoon we played grime and we did get a code for that that was not a sponsored stream i was interested in that game because it was a metroidvania and i actually really enjoyed it the combat was unique which is tough to pull off these days and it had elements and layers to it that made you really approach fights and and uh, the boss fights and the and the different challenges very differently so be sure to check that out if you missed it some of our gameplay sessions on this channel have done very well recently uh, we played that new one omno and then obviously from friday so be sure to check those out that's a great way to catch up on what we have uh, played recently now this afternoon we'll be playing lemnis gate I actually thought the New World beta was still going on, and I had plans to play it some more today. Uh, We're going to continue to cover and play that game, especially when it launches. But unfortunately, the, the New World beta literally just ended yesterday. We missed our chance by one day. Typical me. Uh, typical me not really paying attention to scheduling so that was a bit of a bummer to find that out but Lemnis Gate looks really really creative and uh, speaking of creative Raji or Raji is available on Game Pass right now and Sven one of our members here upgraded his membership and requested this game so we've got a 30 minute premiere of that game over on gaming if you want to upgrade your membership to tier 4 you can request one game a month We've been really enjoying those shorter 30-minute uploads over there. I am sorry we did not get a chance to record the 30-minute of Vesper uh, and put that over there. We're going to try and find a spot for Vesper this week. We did get a code for that. Uh, We didn't end up playing it here. And we may loop back to Eldest Souls on this channel as well because we got a code for that, but it ended up over on gaming. We want to make sure and showcase those games and show appreciation uh, when we do get those codes. But those 30-minute premieres, over on gaming are a great way for you to get a quick sampling of a game tribes of midgard the microsoft flight simulator eldest souls chernobyl light the opening of fall guys season 5 pokemon unite chris tales death's door which death's door it, it, uh, happy for them a little indie title that just exploded with lots of success so be sure to support the sntr gaming channel uh if you haven't already and we do those friday night streams with hilly over there but As I mentioned at the front of this video, 
If streams are not your thing, go check out SNTR Shorts. It's very easy to find. You can use the Shorts command in chat. You can go to SNTRvideos.com. Or you can just go to YouTube and type SNTR Shorts. You'll find it. It's very easy to find. This is a great little channel for short uploads. If the the live stream format just isn't good for you or you don't like coming back and using the timestamps, uh, every once in a while, man, we get on a, a topic or a news thing over there. That Back for Blood video just took off. So thank you to everybody who has been supporting that channel. When an upload hits on the Shorts channel and you guys watch it, like it, and comment, that is extremely helpful to me. Creatures running that, running the show over there, and this little channel just continues to hum towards 5,000 subs. We're very, very excited about that. So thank you for supporting the entire SNTR network with all of the various content that we're putting out there for you. We try to give you a very, very full plate Monday through Friday. And today, I imagine we'll, we'll have a pretty lively discuss, discussion because cheating continues to be you know, a pretty severe problem. I have been very critical of Bungie even before uh, they banned me uh, for no reason. Uh, even before that, I was very, very hard on them about their, their approach to anti-cheat. The way they talked about how they have an anti-cheat when they really don't. I feel that they've been very uh, misrepresentative to the community and they have very been very, I would think, even confusing in the way they've talked about anti-cheat. But they have not been slow and they have not held back in going after the cheat company. So I guess you want to give credit where credit is due. I mean, it is good to see them go after the companies that are the sole reason these cheats are in uh, these cheats are in such high circulation. Um, it, it's not. It wouldn't be as easy to distribute these if you had to use like forums or the dark web or Discord or something. But when you have like a front and center shopping center basically on the internet of cheats it, it just becomes this massive massive problem so that should be a really really good discussion and I'm, I'm looking forward to maybe even debating people about why they're upset about the the choice to use the director from Assassin's Creed Valhalla on the next Dead Space and if you like Dead Space make sure you're there Friday nights me and Hilly are playing through that and man it is a riot it's a fun game and we're having a, we're, I think we're having more fun with it than we both anticipated and that's always a that's always a joy because that first that first game we played it takes two was like the perfect game for Friday nights and we've been trying to find you know Cinderella's slipper as it were it needs to fit just right Uh, we need that Goldilocks game that's at just the right temperature there's a variety of ways to support the stream we try to make sure and and highlight these you know every week and or every day I'm sorry and the reason we do that is number one we want to make sure you're aware of our sponsors and the various things we are sponsored and and partnered now with blue blocks Uh, you can use the glasses command Today I'm wearing some Hudson frames. I like the frames. They're a little smaller than my usual frames, and they got like a nice blue color. And they're the yellow-tinted sun glow lenses. These are blue light blocking glasses. The red ones that I wear are for Sleep Plus. That's the title of the lenses, and those are meant to be worn a couple hours before bed. I wear them on stream because I think they look cool, and they're obviously very attention-getting. So be sure to use the glasses command if you are interested in the glasses that I'm wearing. They have non-tinted lenses over there. If you stare at screens all day, 
you know, you can snag a pair if you're not really wanting to do yellow or red. Coffee's back, and we got a bunch of orders. My wife printed all the labels last night. You should have gotten an email. We are very quick on the turnaround of the Rageous Roast. Use that coffee command. Wear that out, man. Make my little kiddos work. It's the summertime, right? Make them draw those little pictures. Uh, Thank you to Torchwood. He took some of their drawings and made some, like, art. I don't want to say fan art. I hate referring to people as fans. Uh, A a member of the community did that and and made some really cool art for my kids' drawings. So, order some Rageless Roast today if you're listening elsewhere. RagelessRoast.com or in the chat, you can use that coffee command. Wearing an A-Team shirt today, a classic. The shirt command will take you to the TV show collection over there on 80s Tees, but you can use code LONO on anything at 80stees.com. And the join button and the join command is obviously there. Some people have been upgrading their membership. We'd love to see a bunch of people roll over to Tier 2, uh, Tier 2 members, because we're going to start doing video game voting. We're going to allow that at Tier 2 and above. Uh, and we'll use the VIP lounge in the Discord. So if you're interested in that, upgrade to Tier 2 and start using the VIP lounge to throw out ideas of games that you think we should be playing if you've got your sights on some indies or some upcoming titles. Use that VIP lounge in the Discord uh, to do that. Question command is always live. As soon as the stream goes live, you can also submit questions in the Discord the night before when you know the topics if you want to jump in line. I love seeing questions early. And then the tip command is there or super chat if you prefer whichever way uh, to support. The best thing to do Monday through Friday is just to be here right at 8.30. So when we press the live button and the show starts, the chat's moving and the viewership is high. And wear out the like button, man. Smash like as soon as you get here. Hit those nice milestones. We've been getting a really good turnout every day. We are no longer scheduling streams far in advance. It's better for our workflow. Uh, And we feel like it's just better for the channel rather than having, you know, the other videos getting pushed down so early. It lets those past broadcasts sit there. So if you miss a past broadcast, you can come back and it's right there dead center. Uh, And then the scheduled stream, they're getting scheduled about 45 minutes before we go live. So anytime you know I'm going to be streaming every morning at 830, you can show up and you know I'm going to be here. But the scheduled stream is usually hitting about 45 minutes prior to that. If you're if you're one of those people that likes to plan and have a reminder or whatever, that's a great reason to hang out in discord as well you get sort of told the night before hey this is what the thumbnails look like this is what the topics are tomorrow see you there at 8 30 so get us our first 100 likes if we already have 100 likes shoot for 200 i'll be on the mic in just a moment i record these intros so you can kind of get the day set the table set you know what's coming instead of watching like an intro with music all right i'll see you guys in just a second Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Thank you guys so much for a strong start. So much love and and emotes in the chat. And uh, thanks for thanks for understanding how dumb I am sometimes. That thumbnail over there is wrong. We are not playing the New World closed beta today. I need to update that. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping Creature can cook up a thumbnail for me i thought that the <laughs> we both thought by the way this is partly creature's fault i have to I, I always like to blame him when i can uh i always like to blame him when i can we we both thought that this the new world beta was just like going all the way to launch and uh nope it's not it's over <laughs> 
So we're not playing that today. Um, so that is that's an incorrect screen. So we're not going to hang out on this screen uh, for very long. There's just no reason to. But we, uh, the you know, Lemnisgate. Uh, Lemnus Gate is launching today and it looks pretty creative so we're going to check that out this afternoon and then I've got a preview uh, a premiere of Raji which is on Game Pass uh, I have a premiere of that over on gaming so we got a full day ahead of you uh, for those of you curious about Lemnus Gate we will want to make sure that you you know get a, get a look at that I, I don't know how long we'll play it I'm not a PvP guy you guys know this Lemnus Gate does look pretty creative and pretty fun so we'll check it out for a little bit we always want to make sure and showcase new games, even if we feel like they're a little bit out of my re- wheelhouse. So uh, we, we we ended a little bit early yesterday, but we did enjoy playing Grime. Uh, Grime was great. We, we, we got to like a, what I felt like was a pretty good stopping point, and I wanted to continue, but I didn't want to get in an awkward spot. It was one of those games where you feel that sense of of dread of like all oh, this next area is going to be tough or I'm going to have to do a lot of retreading and re and re rewalking um still waiting on ratchet and clank I know I am sorry ratchet July got all messed up because I went out of town so you'll get your ratchet and clank don't you worry the hard thing about ratchet and clank is I'm doing 30 minute uploads over there and uh, I, it, it, we don't really stream over there anymore, but I, I'll try and give you a stream. I will. I'll try and give you a Ratchet and Clank stream. That, that's selfish, by the way. I, I'm glad you've been requesting it. I would love to try to finish that. We might just do that one we, one day over here just for just for the heck of it. Be like, hey, you can request games once a month, and if, if Lono's feeling it, it'll end up on this channel uh, instead of instead of over uh, over on gaming. So... Yeah, I wasn't really digging Raji, uh, Big Mad Mo. I felt like the controls were really, really poor. Uh, the voice acting and the art style, oh, it's so good. It's such a cool little game. But man, the controls just ruined it for me. I, cu- I couldn't enjoy myself. I was so bummed. I, I, was, I was legitimately bummed because I was like, man, so much potential. Such a charming little beautiful game. You know, and it's got all like the Hindu gods and stuff in it. I was I was disappointed. I don't understand why we don't stream games on the gaming channel so it can grow. What's the point of gaming? I've explained this up one side and down the other, Atwood, and maybe you just weren't here. Um, I, I just cannot. I can't stretch myself too thin. It's a lot easier for me to take thirty minutes when I can find a spare thirty minutes play a game record it and then showcase it over there um i was just burning the candle at both ends we were doing a talk show here we were doing gaming here and then i was going over there and doing more gaming and it was just too much work uh creature and i hop on the phone around 3 30 and between 3 30 and 5 o'clock i'm getting the whole next day set so that i can have a normal life uh that's i've 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 explained this many many times maybe you just weren't here um, so I understand that people are bummed that we're not streaming over there as often, but I'm, I'm in a better mood and feel better and, and feel healthier and, and the streams are, are I, I can, I, I can have an evening with my wife instead of sitting on the, on the, I was literally working until like 1130 every night. It was horrible. I wasn't going to make it. I was like, I can't do this. And then we'd have, like, a slow day or a weak day, and I'm like, what in the frick am I doing, dude? Like, 
what 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 am I actually doing? Like I, I wasn't gonna make it. I wasn't gonna survive. So grabbing a quick thirty minute recording session is really really easy. It's honestly really fun. I enjoy periodically just playing through something and being a little bit more goofy without the live audience, you know, and throwing it over there. And and it you know it it opens up more opportunities for you guys to see more games without me feeling like I've just got to squeeze you know everything out of that you know channel or whatever I meant like continuing the 30 minutes but like whenever the gameplay is here just put it on gaming no we we decided to bring gameplay here we decided to do that I, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on I don't answer I don't I don't answer to you and I get a little tired of constantly being questioned why I do what I do show up for the streams or don't cheating is ruining multiplayer gaming in general crossplay is just a piece of it the, the crazy thing about crossplay is that crossplay crossplay was one of the most sought after features of a game for probably the last two to three years and now people don't want it they're like no I don't want crossplay in my game I don't because it's just I don't want to have to play against PC players I don't want to have to play against all the cheaters all the cheaters over there you know mouse and keyboard is a part of the equation I think some people have like that stigma of like you know I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to face these mouse and keyboard sweaties Um, and 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 that is and that I think is is a fair sort of I think that's a fair request to be like I don't want to opt in you know Um, you know I don't I don't want to opt in so I wasn't trying to start anything. I'm just honestly curious. I haven't been here as much. We've been doing gameplay on here for three months, Atwood. Like, that's why my tone with you was a little curt. I've been doing gameplay over here for three months, right? We've been trying to do everything we can to put the business back together again. And, you know, I, I, don't, I don't really like answering questions every day about why we're not doing this or doing this. Just, I think Creature's right. I think sometimes I'm too transparent. Like, you know... This is what we're doing. The main channel gets a talk show and gameplay, and we've been doing that for months. So I'm not sure if you literally haven't been here for that long, or or I understand people really miss streaming over on gaming, but I couldn't, I can't maintain it. It's just not possible. The only time I look for crossplay is in story games like co-op games, right? Right, 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 right. And and that that's different, I think. Like, when you want to play, like, that new game, The Ascent. People were saying that The Ascent was having, like, like connectivity issues when people were trying to play multiplayer. But that's a good example of a game that you you really want to see cross-play. It's like, if, you know, your buddy's got a PlayStation and you have an Xbox, you really want to be able to play The Ascent together. Like, cross-play would be celebrated in that, you know, uh, in, the, in that in that regard. It's the cheating for me. I don't care about the mouse and keyboard. I think mouse and keyboard gets a little overstated, Mo. It does. Oh, and by the way, JC, I saw you renew your membership during the intro. Thank you so much for doing that. I, I appreciate you doing that. Sadly, even without crossplay, the cheaters are just as prevalent on console as they are on uh, as they are on PC. The fact that you can buy things to use on console and PC that are almost the same just makes it so hard. Well, and the interesting thing is, is that with cheating on console, I would actually think that that would be more rare because you have to jump through more hoops. I think the most shocking thing for me 
in 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 all of the discoveries about cheating all these interviews with cheat companies and these guys that use the cheats and 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 everything i think the thing that shocks me the most is how much people will spend in both money and effort trying to cheat right I think that blows my mind more than anything. It's like, oh, I could totally get it. I understand there's companies that make money off these cheats. That totally makes sense, right? That makes sense. That's just opportunism, right? You're just taking, you, you know, you're taking a, 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 an opportunity to make money on something. I get people wanting to cheat. I get people trying to cheat. All of that makes sense to me. But it's the lengths at which people will spend their actual money regularly and the energy to cheat in video games that's the that's the part that just I, I i that blows me away it's like my goodness why would you this it's like you're it's like it's like an addiction or something you know what i mean i understand i just haven't been here much i've been here in the morning more recently and leaving after about an hour because of my schedule so i haven't been able to pay attention you may have just missed it then atwood we spent a while explaining why we were doing it and essentially the idea was it makes for really great vertical days so when i'm talking about halo infinite technical test and then i can play it right here on this channel that's really really good that just that's just a great flow we also can't live redirect over there if i could live redirect you from here to over there oh my gosh the things that we could do but we can't so it was like it just made sense it was like we're we're no longer a destiny channel so it makes sense to bring gameplay back home you know bring it ha- bring it back home to home base you know what's good feed i see you in the chat um not many hoops to jump at all consoles cheaters get a usb drive or something console cheating unfortunately is as rare as everyone says now wait just a minute wait just a minute how are they doing that <clears throat> I thought that if you wanted to cheat on console, you had to get like a capture card and like run the software on your PC or something. The number of cheaters in a regular control match last night on Destiny almost made me consider buying a Cronus as well because it was just too many accounts to report all night. Gee, many Christmas. And were you playing on console, Bowers? What are the cheats that you're even running into on console? I, th- this is this is news to me. I watched an interview with a cheater from Warzone recently. They said cheating uh, was like uh, heroin. They got a kick out of it, and they couldn't stop themselves from continuing. If you're seeing cheaters on console, it's due to crossplay, says Sigmund. I don't think people... I, I don't think people are plugging in just a USB drive. How would that even work? You can get a device to download scripts too, aimbot, wall hacks, and many more. But how does it walk me through this? How are you just plugging a USB device into a PlayStation or an Xbox? How? Like, what do you mean? That that, that device isn't. This not. It's you'd have to have an open source version of their software. I don't think that that's happening. See, this is the concern: is you end up you end up with a bunch of ghost stories, you know? It's like, oh, I I ran into cheaters. I ran into cheaters. Are you sure, you know? Are you sure? Um, I don't know. You pull, you plug it into the controller. 
Oh, I know what a Cronus is, Casey. Somebody said they're plugging in USB drives or hard drives. That's not what a Cronus is. Cronus is something between you and the controller. You plug the Cronus into the Xbox or PC, and then you plug your controller into that. Yeah, that's not a hard drive or a USB drive, though. And the Cronus can only do so many things. The Cronus can't... The way I understand it, Cronus doesn't have aimbot it has it has like recoil reduction and things like that like the you know or or turbo mode or rapid fire and things like that i my understanding of the cronus is that the cronus just removes recoil it's not an aimbot or a wall hack i think people i think people are really starting to get into the spook story of like oh well cheating has come to console yeah everybody that's better than me is a cheater you know there are devices you can buy for console that plug into the controller and can eliminate recoil and add aim assist. Plus, there's a Zim, which will let you use mouse and keyboard with aim assist. Yeah, but see, that's not what we're talking about. If you think you're running into a wall hack aimbotter in Destiny on console, I want to see the footage because I'm like, I don't know, dude. Unless you're running into a crossplay lobby which I don't even know if that's still happening. Did they shut that down or is Destiny 2 crossplay still happening? I know for sure people are using Cronus to give them zero recoil and a couple of other things. Well, zero recoil in Destiny would be deadly with a couple of those auto rifles unless I I've I've, I've not covered the game in in how many months now? 4 months, but some of those auto rifles were pretty strong and if you had zero recoil i mean that that could be a pretty pro- that could be a pretty big problem next season is crossplay oh my you're not running into wall hacks and actual game manipulation cheating unless you're in a crossplay lobby that's what i'm saying i'm like come on we got to settle down here the issue at hand is crossplay crossplay is still happening okay okay cuz yeah, that's what i'm saying you d- d- Somebody is not plugging a hard drive into their Xbox or a USB drive and cheating. That's not a thing, okay? That's not a thing. So we need to dispel that myth. You cannot do that right now. I'm not going to say you can't do that for forever, but on August the 3rd, 2021, I'm seeing no reports anywhere of people being able to boot software, cheat software on a console. That's not possible at at this time. If you're seeing console cheaters, you're probably in a crossplay lobby. Crossplay is happening right now. Overlay cheats are probably coming to console soon. Now, I will say if that learning cheat has gotten in circulation or if a version of the learning cheat got in circulation, it is possible that you're running into aimbotters on console if they're running their footage through a capture card and running that that learning computer aimbot if if that somehow got into circulation or a version of it got into circulation then sure i could see that being something that you might possibly be running into but at the same time i i'm 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 here to tell you you're not i don't think i i don't think you're running into what some what some folks here think they're running into i there i don't think as often unless again it's crossplay Aim assist, burst fire, auto sprint, hair trigger, auto melee, ADS tuning, ADS tuning. Oh, you put that twice. Aim assist, rapid fire, recoil control, shot modes, jump moves. Yeah, I know. I know the Cronus. I know the Cronus can help. 
Okay, so the DHL shipment of one of our... Okay, lo- arrived at delivery facility in Louisville. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. So, for some reason, a lot of companies have been using DHL to get shipments to me. And uh, it's been pretty frustrating. It's been pretty frustrating because what ends up happening is, and th- th- this is this has become like the standard now, Whenever they tell me it'll be here on such and such a date, it gets stuck in Cincinnati. It just sits there for like two or three days. I'm like, cool. I ran into a cheater on console with 144KD. You've seen wall hacks on PUBG on Xbox. But isn't PUBG always blended? Doesn't... I, you guys are gonna have to educate me on some of these games because I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't keep up to date on every single one. But isn't PUBG 100% blended, like, all the time? Can you even opt out of blended lobbies in PUBG now? I would imagine, I would imagine that if you're, if you're seeing an aimbot or a wall hack, PUBG is not cross-play with PC. How have you seen wall hacks on the Xbox? Like, are there videos of people being able to do it? Almost all cross-play, you have to opt in. Cronus does help, uh, and it's an advantage for sure, but it's not a true cheat. Auto-aim walls, that's the real issue, right? Oh, you watch their death cam. Oh, that's right, I forgot in PUBG, after they kill you, you can, like, spectate them and wish them ill. You're like, yeah, I hope this guy doesn't... You know what the worst was? Could we get 200 likes on this video? If you're enjoying the conversation this morning, this is something that we do every day. We pick a topic. We've got other news, obviously, as well. If you're a paying member, you can submit questions now about any of these topics with the question command in chat. But if you want to talk in chat, just hit subscribe. That's totally free. I'm a safe-for-work broadcaster. Monday through Friday, it's like video game radio, and we appreciate y'all being here. The new sub badges look amazing. Thank you. Uh, If you want a nice sub badge, become a paying member today with the join command or the join button. Uh, We're also going to start doing video game voting in the VIP lounge in Discord. So if you want to upgrade to a tier 2 membership, you can do that. And we'll start doing that very, very soon. You can get started right now if you want to start suggesting games in the VIP lounge in the Discord. Uh, That would be awesome. You can't see cheats on next-gen Xbox, but last-gen had plenty. I ran into plenty of cheaters in old Call of Duty games... Uh, it's only on the older platforms. Okay. Oh. You do a hack on 360 because the console security was compromised. Oh, the older consoles, that's how they're doing it. What's good, What's good, Agent Slick Slaya? Dead Space 3 on Friday night, please. Oh, yes, Hilly. We're, we're gonna, we might go the distance with Dead Space 3. I had so much fun. I really did. I think it's such a good rhythm. You get to those little rooms, and we can work on our guns and cut up and laugh and get scared. I, I think we might have a winner on our hands. I, I think playing that to completion is going to be a real treat. <laughs> I had a lot of, I had a lot of fun. Just wait. There's more. There's more coming in that game that'll be that'll probably be hysterical. There, there's there's all kind of stuff. It's a very very good. We we found another winner. We found another winner. I think. When you talk about cheating, there's only one thing that comes to mind. You've awoken the hive. There you go. What I can't understand and won't understand is why games launch for free with no anti-cheat. Seems like the free-to-play really amplifies cheating. Uh, cheating makes no sense at launch. 
Uh, oh, it, it makes no sense to launch without anti-cheat. Well, and see, that was the thing that I ha- I hammered Bungie for. Literally, the last time I covered nice shirt, thank you, yes, the A-Team. It's another 80s tease. If you guys want to check out where this shirt came from, it came from the TV collection over there at 80s tease. Use the shirt command. The A-Team, they've got video games, Star Wars, Marvel, all sorts of collections. Use code LONO over there for 30% off, and that does support me. We, I, I didn't play Dead Space 1 and 2, and I didn't want to play Dead Space 1 and 2 with Hilly. I knew that Dead Space 3 was going to be in the right lane, because I had played it with my friend a long time ago. So I knew it could be a really, really fun co-op experience. We can't go too far back. You go too far back, and the games don't run all that well, or look all that great, or capture all that great. So, what happened to the red glasses? I'm wearing another pair of frames today from Blue Blocks. Blue Box is now an official sponsor of the stream. This is like the box it comes in. Blue light blocking glasses. They're based out of Australia. They're awesome. I've got yellow tinted lenses today. Uh, the red ones are just for show. You're mainly supposed to wear those at the end of the day, a couple hours before bed. Love it when a plan comes together. See, Victor knows. You know what's really disappointing about the A-Team movie is that they didn't make another one. They actually pulled it off. I was so pleasantly surprised by that movie. I did not expect to enjoy it. I was thrilled, you know, and and they didn't make a sequel. I, I was I was very disappointed. Free to play game free to play games are a cheater's paradise. If they get banned, they spend no money, so they don't care. Well, and they just jump right back in, right? This tint uh, looks nice on you, sir. Oh well, thank you. I appreciate that. I um. I, it's been great, man. It's been great to, to start working with some of these companies again. I appreciate you guys supporting it, you know. We got the coffee in full force. We just submitted the labels for the Frickmas blend. Rageless Roast Frickmas blend will be a thing. It'll be a limited run, all right? Dark Roast orders, we're hoping we'll be able to take Dark Roast orders in a couple of weeks uh, once it's in route to us. Very, very excited. Light Roast, fully restocked. Get your orders in today. Uh, and then we're hoping to launch Rageless Roast Select uh, next year, which will be that'll be, that'll be the primo stuff. Happy to see you getting a bunch of partners again. I appreciate that. They spend close to 100 a month to cheat, so I don't think purchasing the title will dissuade them. Well, here's the thing, Sinos. I think, I think you're right, but I also think you're wrong. I do think a paywall is a barrier after a couple of times, okay? Because you got to think, they're paying money to cheat. And that to them is a value that they're willing to pay for, right? They want to cheat. They're paying for the cheats. Getting banned and having to buy the game again, I think that eventually hurts their pride and they just move on. They're just like, dude, I don't, I'm not, come on. I'm not doing this again, right? I'm not doing this again. But when you can just keep re-jumping in, jumping back in, time and time and time again, when there is literally zero barrier of entry, I think it's prime real estate for cheaters to set up camp. You know? It depends on the game Tarkov pays for itself. Maybe. I mean, I'm thinking Battlefield. I think in my mind right now, I'm thinking about Battlefield 2042. And I'm just trying to imagine somebody paying a monthly fee to cheat and then also having to rebuy Battlefield at full price. And I'm, I don't know. I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you. I, I, I don't know. I, I think that's a barrier. 
I think that's somebody being like, I'm not doing that. I'm going to go over to the free games. That, 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 I'm, I'm not going to keep buying Battlefield. You know? I'm not saying that no one will. I'm saying that eventually I think it I think people are like, oh I'm out of here. I don't want I don't want I don't want to do this. I don't want to buy this game again. And especially when the price ticket's kind of high. Battlefield ain't cheap. If it's a $20 game, I could see them buying it a handful of times. These people don't buy the game at full price though. Where are they gonna buy Battlefield fourth for the fourth and fifth time? Where are they buying it? Imagine being banned in Battlefield. You get banned, pay 70, banned 70, banned 70. Yeah, in addition to paying for your cheat subscription, you're just chunking out 70 bucks left and right. Unholy Taco, what's good, man? Miss being here in the content. I feel bad. I had to cancel my sub, but since I became a cop, my schedule has been hectic. Never been able to be around. Always like the vids. Well, man, take care of yourself and take care of those around you, dude. That's the most important thing, you know? And uh, and and being a cop, my friend, my friend was a local metro, and he, then he was a detective, and now he's 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 up in some other department now. And man, it does his schedule was was crazy for a while. So uh, I can I can I can appreciate and respect how tough that is, man. Don't don't worry about that. Forcing people to go uphill will make them find a path of lesser resistance. That's exactly right. The paywall helps keep cheaters at bay. No one is paying for carries in Battlefield those people know where to buy games cheaper oh well i mean i i mean i guess i in in my in my mind i don't again you're 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 making it harder and harder for people to get back in okay so if you've got to buy the game again and you got to find a website to get it cheaper and like i just i think eventually that that starts to ring people out but the problem is free to play and cross play have become like banners of video games now imagine going to a fast food restaurant and then being like we don't have a drive through people are like what why don't you have a drive through that's like a standard thing for a fast food restaurant and with big giant pvp titles Having crossplay and a free entrance point is kind of becoming like a drive-through. It's like, well, no, that's that's a standard feature now in these games, man. That's what people expect. Like, that's why I was shocked. I was shocked when they were like, no, yeah, we're we're making Battlefield 2042 a full price game with no campaign. Like, who does that? <laughs> who does that? I mean, you got confidence in your product when you're going to walk into the PvP landscape of 2021 and be like hey how y'all doing yeah there's no campaign and we're charging full price for our game oh and there's ongoing seasons too and those will cost money as well like well not the, not entrance but the battle pass and everything on it I don't know man you, you gotta respect Battlefield's Battlefield's confidence in their energy you know Overwatch? Yeah, but how old is Overwatch, homie? Back then, that wasn't a standard. I'm talking 2021. Overwatch launched like four or five years ago. Back then, that wasn't a standard. We were still buying Call of Duty back then. You'd buy the game, and and that was that might have even been before they were starting to say maps were free. The whole maps are free thing, that was started by Respawn and 343. 
they were the ones that were like, oh man, they uh, this is this is a, this is a great this is a great way to not fragment your player base. Yo, what's good, Vasilios? Have a good one. Thanks for stopping by, man. There's still quite a few of us that play D2. You're still welcome around here. I know how uh, welcome I. I don't know how welcome I'll be here since I still uh, a Destiny shill, not Bungie. Look, man, if you want to play Destiny, play Destiny. There are elements to that game that are really good, and I miss playing it. You know what I'm saying? It, it, don't let don't let the fact that I was targeted for you know abuse. Don't let don't let don't let the fact that they targeted me and my family like not play the game, right? People will get what they deserve eventually, and you can keep playing Destiny and take that to heart. With the announcement of Portal, and there's a mode that they still haven't announced on top of a brand new game, Cosmetics and Maps, Take All My Money Battlefield. I I've said a couple of times that Battlefield Portal is like a second game. That's like a twenty or thirty dollar game baked in. I mean that that's that 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 raises the property value a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's it raises the property value a lot. Just kidding. Uh, they were Bungie was wrong for what they did. I'll never respect them again for that. Yeah, well, I'm not going anywhere. So you know, I I look forward to the day of having you know 100k subscribers and being able to just slam them. <laughs> I mean, like I don't need your little freaking game. <laughs> what are you? What are you? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do to me? You know, just absolutely slam them anytime I get a chance. <laughs> Are you gonna try the Godfall DLC in August? I don't think so. I never even played. I didn't even play Godfall once. I didn't play it. I didn't touch it. How do I join? If you can't see the join button, you can use the join command in chat! Exclamation point join! If you want to become a paying member, you get a badge, you get emotes, you get increased access in our Discord. If you upgrade to tier two, we're gonna start doing video game voting. You can also do the uh, the question command as a ping member. Ever try Generation Zero? Yo, back when I was on Purple, I think I did a bounty for that and actually really, really liked it. Was that like the creepy post-apocalyptic one? It was kind of eerie and it kind of felt like it was built in the Fallout engine. You know what I mean? So. I've always said that crossplay is something I don't want because I don't want to play with PC cheaters. Even when everyone was saying it's going to be the best thing since sliced bread, I knew it was over t- over height. Yeah, yeah. It and you know we went from saying how long ago was that? Was that two years ago? Yeah, with the robots. Got it this weekend. Not bad. Yeah, it was surprising. It was a surprising little game. It was. I, I remember. It, I remember. I enjoyed my time in Generation Zero. All right, let's let's here. Let's 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 do a poll here. Um, has cheating made you avoid certain games or crossplay? I want to know. Let's get a poll going. We should have had one going at the start of the stream, and we're doing one 45 minutes in. That's okay. Has cheating made you avoid certain games or crossplay? Yo, Rody coming in with a brand new membership. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. Thank you for supporting the channel directly with a membership. We greatly appreciate it. If you guys are here right now and you're lurking and you're not chatting, quickly take that poll and smash that like button if you haven't done that. 
Bungie saw the signs from Blizzard Vision and they knew they had to get out before it got to the point that they are now. Well, I, I, th- th- there is no doubt in my mind Bungie knew it was going on and they, did, they, they didn't say anything because they were getting fat checks. It was how they kept the lights on. So their virtue is only good when it's when it's in style and they can do it. Like their their virtue on the situation only came out when they could safely say it, which means they're just cowards with false virtue. They knew all that crap was going on. Get the frick out of here. Their time's probably coming too. Well, you know what I'm saying? Investigate them. Investigate Purple. Investigate all of them. None of these. None of these. You think all these. You think these companies are squeaky clean? You think they didn't know? Apparently, it was going on for like ten years. Get the frick out of here! They knew. They didn't say anything because they were they they, they were getting checks from them. It, it was their publisher, so they can safely say it now because they've set out to see on their own. You know, it's 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 like it's like getting on a cruise ship and as the ship's going out to out to sea and you're like. 100 yards out, you get out a megaphone, you start talking crap to the guy on the on the land. You're like, "Yeah, I always wanted to tell you this." It's like, "Yeah, from the safety of that that distance, you'll say it." The frick out of here <laughs> with your false virtue. What uh, we see through you. I really like Warzone, but there's at least one cheater in every lobby. I mean, a, a, a free. How many have they banned now? They did a fifty thousand wave the other day or the other weekend. They had already done five hundred thousand accounts, over five hundred thousand accounts. Like, what do you? What's going on here? Do you think more people cheat now because we have access to watch more content from top players? Like, everyone wants to be as good as the top one percent. I don't think that's the motivation at all, Paul. I think it's because it's more accessible than it's ever been. You know, you can literally just go to the, a website and just buy them. It's like buying, it's it's like it's like buying a pair of shoes, a pair of sneakers. You just go and order it. You're like, yeah, I'll, I'll take one of those. Give me, give me one of those. Like, what in the world? Every barrier you add stops one type of cheater, reducing the overall number of them. The goal isn't to stop the dedicated and the determined. The goal is to stop making it easy. That's exactly what I was trying to say with the price point, right? The, 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 the price point on Battlefield will stop a certain percentage, right? Is it stopping all of them? I don't know. Courage made a video why streamers are quitting uh, Warzone. How, how new is this video from, from Courage, from Uncle Jack? July 30th, why streamers are quitting Warzone. We got a couple of questions already submitted. If you want to submit questions, you can use that question command. Uh, if you want to smash the like button, if you want to take our poll in chat, has cheating caused you to avoid certain games or crossplay? Um, back in my day, you needed a game genie or a game shark. That's right. <laughs> uh, have as many likes as viewers. Numbers don't compute, chat. That's right, chat. 500 some odd people, man. We're having a nice, strong day. Smash those likes. Lono, it's not the same without you. You gave the game a certain hype that kept me coming back. That's fine. I I, I feel bad for you. I don't feel bad for that fledgling directory. <laughs> I don't I don't feel bad for the content creators who stuck knives in my back who now stream to way less people. <laughs> They're streaming to a football squad. Good for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They all got what they deserve. 
What could Bungie even do? Publicly accuse their publisher based on rumors from employees? Like, we don't know if they haven't assisted in the investigation or played a part in it. If the Activision C-suite won't do anything, what are they going to do? They're in a government agency or crime investigation? You know, it's weird, Gilly. Yeah, they're totally good with backing public public accusations and gossip based on no evidence or facts and light my life on fire but for them to stand up based on things they probably knew about had visual representation or even testimony about it they won't say anything why well to protect their own hide there is see-through as freaking tissue paper brother you can act like they well of course they didn't say anything it was their publisher what were they supposed to do publicly back gossip and rumor they did last year in june so frick them and their false virtue. They're fakes and phonies. They're cowards. They There's no way it was happening for 10 years at Blizzard Activision and Bungie was just completely blind to it. Bull. They didn't say anything because it would have been bad for business. They had no problem backing gossip and rumor in June of last year. They, they, they signed on. They had two community managers publicly lie. Get the frick out of here. Don't even act like that. They, they, oh well, they. What were they supposed to do? They, they, I don't know. They had no problem last June, so they had no problem taking checks from Activision for for how many years? They had no problem. More than likely, turning a blind eye to all the crap that was going on, and then they hear a couple of high school rumors about people feeling uncomfortable, and they pour gasoline on my life. Frick them. Frick them. From the bottom to the top, I don't. They, their their virtue is just so phony and fake. They're just cowards. If they would have stayed out of my situation, I probably wouldn't have. I probably wouldn't be saying any of this. I wouldn't. Right? They're only they they only are, are 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 tweeting and virtue signaling about the Activision situation because they're no longer with the company, and now they can. They're like, well, now the muzzle's off. They could have went public and been like, this needs to be looked into, right? Why they backed away from Activision? I mean, they never gave any public reasons, but the the fact of the matter was their contractual obligations, when you purchased Beyond Light, you would have been purchasing Destiny 3 if they honored their contract with Activision. Like, that's why they wanted out. The contract wasn't going to allow them to do what they wanted to do with the franchise. All you have to do is look at what they did after they ended the contract. What'd they do? What'd they do after they ended the contract? What'd they do? They completely restructured their plan, their timeline, and their flow of work for the Destiny franchise. Now, if... if if they wanted to get out because of all the crap that was going on, they've not said that. They've not said that. Why? Because that would mean they're suddenly pulled into the situation, right? They they suddenly are a part of the plot. Well, wait, you had knowledge of this crap that was going on and you didn't do anything? You just left and broke a contract? What about all these poor people? I thought you stood up. I thought you stood up for women. Like, get the frick out of here. That's why they're not saying anything. They don't want to admit they knew it was going on. They don't want to admit They'll just do some passive cowardice subtweet because that's what they're good at and then they'll move on on their merry way hoping they don't get investigated, right? Like, that's why they did that. 
if if they right now indicated that they broke contract because of that stuff then they're immediately pulled in how long did you knew did people come to you did people come to you and ask you for help what what was going on did you witness it like they're suddenly pulled in so there's no way there's no way they're going to publicly admit that had anything to do with it right now it might have i happen to think most of their reasoning was completely logistical it was like there's literally no way and you think it's a coincidence that they're suddenly wanting to get into publishing you think that's a coincidence yeah look at this other journalist he knew for years about this stuff and didn't say anything and and he helped he helped hide and sequester and minimize a guy in the industry that was accused of far worse than me that guy that guy has been protected and insulated by people in the industry including quote unquote journalists they're all suspects at this point if you think last june was like a genuine thing all that was was public petty high school vengeance the real stuff is happening now court cases legal battles people being fired discovery processes it's the the real work is happening now and boy i'm just here for the freaking fireworks i am here for the freaking fireworks Every journalist, every streamer, every person at Purple or Bungie that had anything to do with anything that happened last year, they should all be worried. They should all be worried. Because there's plenty of grounds now to start looking at these companies and people will start speaking out. Well, you, you, you hope everybody at Bungie is muzzled and quiet? What about all the people that are no longer there? What about all the people that left Purple? You better pray none of these people start to drag the truth out because then you'll get investigated. The real stuff's happening now. You can brigade on Twitter and get somebody banned from a platform and get them to lose sponsors, but when the real fire starts, it'll burn it all to the ground. And all that will be left is the skeletons. There they are, in view of the public. And I can't freaking wait. This is just the beginning. This is going to take years. This isn't going to be like, oh, in a couple of months. No, this is going to take years. Some of these news outlets are going to get drugged. Some of these journalists are going to get drugged. It's just the beginning. Because when the legal battles start, everybody starts to get quiet. Everybody starts to behave differently. And just watch. Just watch. It's coming. And it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing and it's gonna be sweet because I don't even know I we at this point we don't even know we don't know whose heads are gonna roll at these companies we don't know who's getting edged out there's a guy just this morning that announced he's quitting or whatever that they, what that shot one that shot one you know many more ahead and I can't freaking wait <laughs> what I miss. Well, we're talking cheating and lawsuits, and obviously the the Bungie, the Bungie Ubisoft lawsuit against Ring One, and then the Activision situation, and the virtue and all. It's all it's all intertwined. It's all intertwined. These civilized people, they'll eat each other. That's right. 
I assume you also saw where this company took a hard stock hit after this uh, country said gaming is a spiritual opium. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it just looks a little funny, says Creature. Right after Activision lays off 1,900 people for nefarious reasons, Bungie promotes, promotes the WoW fanboy uh, into the upper ranks, and they hire a leader of the Call of Duty team, make it publicly known that they want to be a publisher. That's right. That's right. You think they're suddenly getting into the publishing realm by accident? <laughs> ADJC with a $2 tip. Lone over here spitting facts. Let their world burn. So how does this play out then? Bungie gathers evidence with a few lawyers they have, likely having specialized in criminal cases, and then what? Hope the government does something? Take them to court on behalf of another company's employees? Bungie should divert resources to clean up Blizzard's mess? What Bungie did to you is crappy, but let's be real. They're a game studio, not a criminal law firm. You're taking money from a publisher, and for 10 years there was all kind of nonsense going on. And you do nothing about it, say nothing about it. They could have shed light on it. All they had to do was make, but all you had to do is make public statements, and that, that's how you get things, that's how you get investigations going. How do you not see the two being related? They do nothing when a company is writing fat checks. But they hear some gossip and some rumors from streamers, blacklist a guy, target him for harassment, and, 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 and assist in his public execution, and then ban him from the game nine months later. How do you not see that related to their false virtue about the Blizzard Activision situation? They're, they're, it's, it's all from the same cloth. It's like, you're, it, the Emperor has no clothes. Like, what are we, we you know what I'm saying? They had to know they wouldn't have spent so much to take the rights of the franchise and run, even to the point of taking money from Tencent. Right. Right. (laughs) So, I'm not saying that they needed to go on a warpath to fix what was going on at Blizzard Activision. Right? I'm saying they inserted themselves publicly in a situation last summer in a way that was a complete overreach it was a complete unprofessional way to handle unverified unbacked rumors right they had no problem doing that but when a giant company has corrupt nonsense going on for 10 years they're like we're not gonna do or say anything about that we're just gonna move on our merry way and then when it all comes out in this public we'll do like a passive virtue signal subtweet about it and just, again, just go on our merry little way. Frick them. It's a snake eating its tail. That 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 method of, of PR false virtue is a snake eating its tail. Eventually, you, you start to, you start to contradict yourself. And that's exactly what I think is happening. You know, which in, in relation to like cheating lawsuits, you know, they're spending copious amounts of money going after cheating companies, which makes perfectly good sense. But then it's like, why aren't you spending money on anti-cheat software? It's August. Weren't weren't they supposed to be doing something with Steam? Wasn't there supposed to be a conversation happening with Steam? Where is all that information? What happened with that? 
What what happened with that? Where is the true anti-chi? I don't even know what you I don't even know why Ubisoft's getting involved, but Ubisoft's throwing in against Ring One because of the distribu- the distribution of these cheats is demolishing certain games. I don't even know what Ubisoft game is getting is getting wrecked by Ring One cheats. I'm assuming Rainbow Six. It's like this journalist pretending he didn't know. Oh, he's he is a freaking phony. He's a phony. He'll block anybody that calls him out. He protected a guy accused of an actual crime back in June. They have completely insulated and protected that guy. And and they all and and no one will talk about it. Yeah. Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. Most likely, Bungie is jumping on Ubisoft's coattails. I got an official uh, press release on the court case. Hang on, let me find it for you. Um, I got it from a firm. Here it is. Interview resource. Bungie and Ubisoft sue Ring 1. In case your colleagues are doing anything with the Bungie and Ubisoft joining together to sue Ring 1, an organization that sells cheats, I have an interview resource who could prove useful. Ryan Mayer is an intellectual property attorney at the international law firm uh, Dorsey and Whitney who specialize in IP and the video game industry. Of the lawsuit, this is what this guy has to say, Ryan Mayer. The Bungie and Ubisoft lawsuit is part of a gaming industry trend of cracking down on companies and individuals that financially benefit from trafficking in circumvention products. So that's what they're titling these as. The category is circumvention products in a similar case Nintendo of America versus Gary Bowser uh, Nintendo's civil suit ran in parallel with a federal criminal suit against the defendant for 11 felony counts relating to wire fraud, trafficking in circumvention devices, money laundering, and conspiracy. It will be interesting to see if the federal prosecutors level any similar charges against Ring One and its operators. For users who purchase the cheating software, a ban from playing their favorite games should be the least of their worries. Plaintiffs predicate their international I'm sorry, predicate their intentional interference with contractual relations and computer fraud and abuse acts claims on users operation of the cheating software, which should warn those users their own legal risk. So this court case is actually asserting and they're pushing for this is what they're calling it intentional interference with contractual relations and computer fraud and abuse act that act i don't even know if that's a law yet are they trying to claim it the plaintiffs predicate there okay so they're claiming they're trying to get this act as as case law i would assume yonkinator thanks for the membership dude welcome back they're essentially claiming that when you use a cheat you are interfering with a contractual relationship and committing fraud and abuse, right? Because I have a contractual relationship with that company. I bought their product. I agreed to their license agreement and I am attempting to play the game and you are disrupting that, right? You are disrupting that. So cheaters could be roped in on this. I don't even know what you would call that the inverse of a class action is a RICO case, right? Like, would they pull them all in? 
But I think Rico only deals with money, right? If they have, like they do that in Batman, right? If they pooled their money, you can do a Rico and you can, they're all a part of the case. It's like the inverse of a class action lawsuit. I don't know what that would look like in this case. Anybody who who buys it, 100% trying to establish a precedent here. This is big boy legal. That's right. Ring 1 will likely have a hard time arguing that it did not willfully violate the plaintiff's IP rights since it allegedly designed itself to avoid detection by the game companies and even allow banned players back into the game. So, they're attempting to set a precedent that, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what you would do. I guess you would find the person, you know? The DHL delivery will be here end of day. Perfect. I, I mean, I don't even know what kind of... What, what would you do to people that download the cheat then? Rico requires a crime of the mob type, racketeering, extortion, larceny. What would a court case look like that basically includes... You know what I'm saying? Hey, somebody ordered one of the hoodies this morning. They put it in the YouTube chat. Thank you. I don't even have one of those hoodies yet with that logo. I need to I need to order some of those shorts. Uh order order some of those. Realize they never added Doki Doki. Oh my gosh. Freaking coyote. Um Rico is for racketeering and cartels. Yeah, what's what's a court case look like where you know, you got all these people that supported a business and that business is being you know, is being sued. You know what I'm saying? Arriving tomorrow. Okay, so the lights will be here tomorrow. Alright. Bummer. I was hoping we'd be able to get a get a stronger jump on it, but that's fine. If you guys are new and enjoying the conversation, hit that subscribe button if you want to talk in my chat or take the... There's a poll in chat about cheating. Has cheating made you avoid certain games or cross-play as a feature? Uh, so get those get those uh, votes in there. Thanks so much for being here, everybody. Lively discussion, lively chat. Big turnout today as well. Um, lights here tomorrow, what you get? I've got some lighting. We're going to be changing some stuff here in the studio, so... Uh, it has to do with one of our one of our new sponsors, so we're very excited. Um, but that's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. It would look a lot like when you get busted using Microsoft illegally, hefty fines, right? So they're going to have to if they can establish if they can establish this. I really like the phrasing in this in this document. I really really like this. Um, where did it go? I appreciate this. I don't even know who this person is or how I got on their news cycle. Some PR firm has been emailing me uh, these these documents. Um, like, you know, hey, here's a here here's a is that a, is that a red or a pink? Okay, that's a that's a pink. Okay, pink and red look the same through these through these glasses. Thank you, unholy, for renewing the membership and getting the pink badge. You're the best. Um, yeah, I want to make sure and include that. I'm going to take a screenshot of that. I, I want to include that in my talk. I love that 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 language that they used. They are attempting to claim intentional interference with contractual relations. Man. Kind of like when I had 6,000 paying members on Purple and people intentionally disrupted that, right? Like, I had an established business relationship with 6,000 people willing to pay money to subscribe 
to services rent you know i had services that you got for that oh that's interesting when you try and disrupt that that's that's wrong isn't it would you consider doing interviews that are offered by these pr agencies i mean maybe here's another side what if a kid is playing on an account with their parents names parents are named in the cheating case yeah maybe maybe that would be ridiculous i would feel bad for those parents you know can you imagine little johnny you know snuck and stole your credit card and bought a bought a cheat and then you're listed in the case (laughs) you get like a letter you're like johnny what'd you do (laughs) that would be that'd be awful (laughs) Maybe, maybe check on your kids you know make sure they're not doing that if this if this actually goes forward and sets case law precedent, you know that 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 could be bad for for parents that are that are clueless. <laughs> mhm. Right. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, but but you leave your purse on the counter in the kitchen and he steals the credit card. We're talking about people buying cheats, though. Yeah, my wife is even making the point that, like, some parents might be involved and oversee the purchases, and the kid just says, oh, it's just something from one of my games, and they're like, yeah, sure, here's the credit card, right? You know, here's a credit card. And then the parent doesn't see a line item on the credit card that says, this is an illegal cheat. <laughs> you know, you would get a bill from Ring 1. You wouldn't know. Or or I guess if you saw Gator Cheats, you might say, now nah, hang on just a minute. <laughs> what are you buying? Oh, well, right. it's, it's like Cliff's Notes for my video card. Yeah, my wife says it's like Cliff's Notes. Yeah. You, can't, you have to let me interject to quote you. <laughs> She just kept going. <laughs> They're claiming there's contractual obligations to the cheaters subscribing to their money prescription of updates that allow them to cheat in the game. The lion, the witch, and the audacity of this. <laughs> uh, kids will do that. My bro took my mom's credit card and spent over $2,500 on in-game items that could easily buy cheats on them. Oh, I would be sick to my stomach if that happened. I'd be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> We don't have that kind of money. <laughs> that would be horrible. Vicarious liability would kick in if the child does something illegal. Hey, mom, if I need to spend a hundred dollars a month to get better at gaming, what are the numbers on your credit card? I went, um, I went to uh, a dermatologist last night because I've been having these weird acne breakouts, and uh, they got me on some stuff that's. I, it feels like it's already helping, but the lady that was, uh, you know, at the end checking me out or whatever like I guess they're not checking you out they're not ringing you out but they're like talking to you at the end the, the I guess receptionist anyways she knew she knew me through my wife and she knew that I was big in gaming and, 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 and knew a lot about it and she said that friends of theirs their son had been playing for an organization in a game called Rainbow Six and uh, and she's like the dad thinks it's a scam and she's like and she's like I don't know you know these some of these kids make really big money well, come to find out, they're like paying him in Bitcoin, 
And I was like, yeah, I was like, you can put him in contact with me. I'll talk to him because she was asking if she could put him in contact with me. I was like, you can put him in contact with me because there's a lot of organizations that have been nasty and they and they prey on these young kids and then they take all the earnings and the kid gets like 10%. Or in this case, if the kid actually wins and gets earnings, they take the money and they're paying him in friggin' Bitcoin. Like what? Uh, so I said, you know, they're moving out to California for the dad's job. And I said, there's really good California laws about agents and agencies and how they have to take care of you. So if he gets an agent, then that would be a great barrier of protection. But it was like, it was amazing to me. It was like, this kid's getting up in the mornings. You said, you know, he's getting up at like two or three in the morning to play. And she's like, and they, you know, and they're, and they're paying him in Bitcoin. And I was like, Bitcoin. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that, you know. That's yeah, like I said, yeah, Sinos, that's exactly right. It's, it's a pay them in Bitcoin. It's a big red flag. And then she said the one organization was like, "Oh, come live with us. We have a house and we game all day." Blah blah blah. I said, "Yeah, that's not the best environment for a young man." I was like, "It's it's that's frat house on steroids." I said, "I would stay away from that big time." I said, "A lot of these guys have have you know they've ruined big opportunities for themselves because they get embroiled in scandal." You know, I said. You know, stay at home with mom and dad and get an agent and, and maybe start making some money, you know, making some scratch. Get a good organization that's not paying you in Bitcoin. Um, <laughs> my starting job billed me out at 100 an hour and paid me something like 12 an hour. It's called um, having a job. Well, yeah, but no, 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 no. They didn't, but they didn't bill you out at 100 an hour, fuzzy, and then pay you in packing peanuts that they said you could then turn in at the end of the month from real money. They <laughs> they actually paid you real money. They just paid you way less than they earned. Uh, but that, yeah, I mean, that is different because that's, they, that's an established business. You can't have predatory contracts um, if, the, if the agency or the organization takes more than like 10%, those, th- those contracts are actually considered Ill- illegal. Because they 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 are uh, they are essentially like preying on you or whatever. Sounds like this team. It was run by a fifty year old dude who was known for screwing over the players. Oh yeah, there were there are a bunch of those orgs that did that to those young guys. Yeah yeah yeah. I took a drink of my shake as the music ended, so everybody just freaked out and thought the stream died. Everyone's like, oh my gosh. Lono's stream died. I literally was like, oh, I'm going to take a drink of my breakfast shake, and then the music just immediately went quiet. I'd rather take payment in Monopoly dollars. Yeah, pay me in shroot bucks while you're at it, you know? Like, come on. <clears throat> like, I don't want to get into a whole, like, debate about the legitimacy or the illegitimacy of Bitcoin, but I was like, okay, I, I would, I'd be cautious, you know? I'd be cautious. If that's how you're paying, you know, if that's how you're being, if that's how you're being paid. So we appreciate all you guys tuning in today. Really nice turnout. Smash the like button if you haven't already. Uh, If you haven't already. Why is YouTube asking me, how is YouTube today? Good, extremely good, very good. What are they, did they update something? Um, Smash that like button. Take our poll. Take our poll. We appreciate uh, you guys being here. Um, must be a large returning returning sub uh, turnout today. We're not we're not hitting we're not we're not meeting um, tons of tons of new folks. If you're new, we'd love to meet you. You got to subscribe to talk in chat, but subscribing is free. So hit subscribe, say good morning in the chat. 
I had to look at my screen. He got real quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shroot bucks are the only currency I use. There you go. It's like getting an artist paid in exposure. That's right. That's right. Maybe YouTube's having a rough day and it just wants you to say something nice about it. <laughs> How's YouTube doing today? I don't know. I'm streaming. I, I couldn't tell you, you know. I'm actively streaming. We've decided that we better put uh, we, we'd be better served if we put better liars in public positions. Hope you're ready for better excuses and lies. That's right. That's right. Oh, man. Ah. Uh. Can I get a subscription and pay you in fantasy money? No, no. That, that, that that's We don't deal in fantasy money here. We don't. We do not deal in fantasy money. <laughs> We're halfway to 400 likes. Thanks guys so much. Let me check the let me check the question count. Yeah, we can put some we let's put the questions on the screen. Let's put the questions on the screen. Let's give you guys, let's give the let's give the paying members a little bit of a a, a little bit of a uh a show here. We got to change the rundown, though. Uh, the rundown. I, I hang on a minute. I gotta. I gotta go in here. Halo technical test is not it. Uh, cheating crossplay uh, is the lead. That's the lead, and the secondary is uh, Bungie UB lawsuit. That's that one, and then the third is the. Dead Space remake. The director, uh, former director from um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, has been hired for the Dead Space remake, and a lot of people are concerned about that. So, no, they did not extend the New World beta. Ignore that thumbnail. That thumbnail is busted. That's. I thought it was going for like another week or more. Me and Creature were under the impression. It was going all the way till launch, and uh, we we were very incorrect. It ended yesterday. <laughs> this is one of those rare times where I, I can blame Creature. Because I was like, are you sure it's not ending? He's like, no, it's running all the way to the end. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Usually when I try and blame Creature... I'm trying to pass the buck, but in this case, it actually is his fault. It's it's one of the rare occasions that he made a, he made an actual mistake. <laughs> uh. AC Valhalla wasn't that hot. You know what's funny is Assassin's Creed Valhalla is one of the more debated in the franchise. Some people say it's their favorite. Some people say it's the worst. And then. The, the, the real interesting thing about AC Valhalla is it's essentially the test case in the springboard for live service, you know, live service Assassin's Creed. What's good, Snow? How are you? Um, I did not know. I did, I did not know that 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 was that was today. Um, I, I was just I was just checking my DHL announcement came through and they send an email and they send and they send a, uh, an email. They, I'm sorry, a text message. I was gonna say a tweet. I was gonna say a tweet, and I clicked on I clicked on Insta by mistake. All right, there we go. Um, just gonna leave this here. El Spicy Boy. <laughs> Why did you do that to me? Uh, definitely still passing the buck. Lono uses the same Google I do. 
I trusted you. I didn't think I had to Google. I didn't think I had to Google. I don't hire an electrician to do the plumbing, and I wouldn't hire a long-term AC dev to lead Dead Space. So I guess I'm curious about that, though, Eugene. Doesn't doesn't somebody have to start somewhere? That sounds so generic. I feel like Oprah right now. If the very first Dead Space or the very first whatever in a franchise, somebody had to be like, I've never made a game like this. You know, you, you see what I'm saying? You're acting like it's an electrician and a plumber. And I'm saying, no, it's it's it's. I don't know. It's a CEO. It's a director. It's a creative director. It's a creative lead. Like these, these are positions that you can go work at another company. I don't think it's as rigid as you're making it. I mean, somebody somewhere was like, I've never made a horror game or this type of game or that type of game. So I can't, I can't start now. I don't know. Um, you have to have 10 years experience to get jobs nowadays, even if you're starting fresh. I'm not talking about the actual woes of, of trying to get a job. He has experience leading AAA franchises, which is what is required. He isn't making the game, he's leading the team. That's what I mean. He's not the engineer, he's not the developer, he's not the art department lead or the creative lead. The, the director. I mean, that he's running the company. Dead Space 1 was the director's first horror-style game, if I recall. Right, but that's what I mean. Like, can a director... Unless he is creative director, even then, that doesn't mean he's disqualified. Like, well, you worked on Assassin's Creed, so you don't know... You don't know jack about video games. Like, you've worked on one of the longest-standing, largest franchises in gaming history. Like, I think he's... I think he's got... I think he's got some cred. I think he's got some street cred here. I'll, you know, I want to give him. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't think it's unwarranted. You know, I never had a baby, but I got experience in making one. Yeah, there you go. I'm assuming you saw the news about the Blizzard CEO stepping down. Yeah, the Blizzard Activision is just consuming. It's just consuming the news cycle. Like we're we're. I'm not covering that, putting it on a thumbnail and making videos. I'll be happy. I'm happy to discuss it with you in a live environment, but I'm not. I'm not making thumbs and covering it. It's just. It is just cannibalizing the news cycle. Like, I think Creature said it best. He's like, "There's game companies don't want to make announcements right now because everyone's like, this is a serious time. Well, yeah, how dare you promote your game that's been long planned to release this week? It's like, so we're all supposed to put our entire schedules and lives on hold because these idiots." are getting, you know, drug for being corrupt. You know? I don't hire a master contractor who's only done residential to do commercial. Yeah, but that's... I, I, I think you're creating another bad parallel there because residential and commercial is, is completely different in size and scope. It's... It would be like saying, I'm not going to hire this contractor who's only worked in, you know, one-story ranch houses. I don't want him coming and working on multi-level, you know, duplexes. Well, I'm pretty sure he could figure it out, right? Like, I I don't think the difference is that big between, like, he's the director. Again, and he's the director. We don't know exactly what role he's going to play in the in the construction of the Dead Space remake. Keep in mind, Eugene, it is a remake. They're not making Dead Space 4. They're doing a Dead Space remake. So they have good building blocks already. They you know, they have they've already been pretty outspoken about their vision for what they want to do with it, things they want to add and don't add. We covered that I think last week. That's a short over on the SNTR Shorts channel. 
An open world AC is completely different than the size and scope of survival horror. Yeah, but again, it's a remake. He's not making it from from scratch. It's not a brand new IP, right? Think about what he's coming from, Eugene. He was the director of an established IP and helped launch and helped bring to bear one of the most successful in the franchise. AC Valhalla has done exceptionally well. So here he comes again, an established franchise. He's helping bring to bring to market a product that had that has existing assets, visions, ideas and and an existing it's an existing franchise. Like he seems really qualified to me, you know. Uh, a game director that helped direct a successful Assassin's Creed and helped it get a second year of content with a stable content release schedule is taking charge of a new game. Uh, oh no, I'm so worried. That's what I'm saying. I essentially said what Sven just said. I didn't see that in the Discord. I was busy looking at Q&A. But yeah, great minds think alike. I, I feel like he is qualified. He, he came to an existing franchise and helped them have a really good life. AC Valhalla has done great. AC Valhalla, if I'm not mistaken, has sold the most copies in the franchise. Now, I know it's highly a polarizing. It's a polarizing fr- a release. It is. It's a polarizing release. A lot of people are, uh, are, are either extremely thrilled or equally unhappy with AC Valhalla, right? Imagine how jaded the gaming world would be if we only let action devs work on action games. Right. I'm... Oh, oh no. I've got him. I've got him, chat. I've got him on the ropes. Alright, Eugene, I've got you on the ropes. Returnal, one of your favorite games this year. What was that development team's history in gaming? Had they ever made a game like that before? A, a, A 3D rogue bullet hell game they don't have a history in making games like that don't they isn't isn't wasn't weren't they really ri- scared and took a lot of risks in making that game because it was completely out of their wheelhouse I'm fairly certain that was a brand new IP and it was a whole new genre for them bullet hells were their history so they brought bullet hell to to a 3D action adventure style rogue. Okay, okay. So they did. They, okay, so that 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 point of Eugene. They did have, they did have at least have histories with bullet hells. Okay, I thought I had him on the ropes. He has no horror experience. He doesn't need horror experience to direct an existing franchise to market. He did it with Assassin's Creed. Does he have? What's his? What's what did he do before Assassin's Creed Valhalla? Do we know? Eugene, you can stop now. We've already given him the TV. <laughs> Hilly. It's not a new game. That's like, that's yeah. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Ember Labs only has a history in animation, so they can't make a game. So he's only ever been at AC. How long has he been there? Some people just like to complain to be naysayers. Well, no, I think Eugene could have might have some legitimate concerns here. It's like the guy worked on AC for a decade. What's how's he going to help the you know the Dead Space remake? He's been doing AC for decades. Okay, I mean. I'm not going to say that your concern is unwarranted. I think you might just be overstating it. 
you're making it sound like he like like plumber to electrician or residential contractor to commercial like he's gonna go in there and not know what a wall socket is like oh yeah sorry guys i was at assassin's creed for 10 years i'm i'm freaking clueless like you know what i'm saying i think i think it's I'm not saying your concerns are unwarranted. I just feel they're being a little overstated. It's like, come on, he'll probably do just fine. Existing franchise, bringing back their first game and doing a remake, I think he'll be fine. You know, I'm not saying he'll be bad, just not the best choice. Maybe he will be the best choice because he'll be able to look at things with fresh eyes and say, look, you know, because we all know this game companies and their directors and their department leads get very jaded and they get into safe predictable ruts and he might bring some some fresh ideas and something that they would have never thought of he'd be like well let me tell you something uh in 10 years at at working on assassin's creed properties we really really dealt with this problem of innovating on mechanics without breaking player expectations and here's how we did it because you, you you have to innovate on the combat in Assassin's Creed in a way that makes it feel new and fresh and not like, oh, I've already played this game. That was my problem with Gears of War 4. I was like, I've already played this game. That's a huge challenge, right? Innovating on the core mechanics to make them feel new and fresh without breaking player expectations. This doesn't feel like Assassin's Creed. This is one of the reasons that people didn't like some of the combat changes in both Valhalla and in Odyssey. There were many people that complained about those things. He could bring that experience to bear on the remake of of Dead Space and that could be very good for the game to innovate and evolve without breaking the preconceived and you know notions of the players the presuppositions and the assumptions of those Dead Space fans so he could be the, the exact right choice for that reason he's worked on a franchise that's had to reinvent itself every two or three years that's not easy be historically accurate you know what I mean saw the article I posted the other day had his LinkedIn yeah yeah he went he went and looked at his LinkedIn we, they were just, he was just they were talking about it in the discord it was uh, over the weekend the latest Assassin's Creed have not felt like traditional at all says uh, Marco they are becoming a different type of game why is Ubisoft trying to bring live service model into AC because it's extremely profitable <clears throat> that's that's your <laughs> that's your answer Marco it's profitable you know why do uh, local businesses go into doing franchising? You know, why? Why did uh, you know? Why did why do companies do anything? Well, it's profitable. You make a lot of money. Live service is 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 where the money's at. Here's what happened: video games and their budgets and their scope and their and their their production cycles have gotten absolutely. They've just mushroomed to an insane level. And in order to sustain that, the old way of being like, all right, we're going to get a bunch of money from a publisher and bring the product to market and hope that all the hype, the marketing, the trailers, hopefully we make some profit. Like margins are razor thin because it's essentially taking a million dollar loan and being like, well, hopefully we can make back 1.5, right? You know? It'll keep the lights on. It'll enable us. Uh, it'll enable us to 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 make another game. Okay. It's it like the record industry has similar and awful patterns of you know people feeling like they're stuck. But it's a single player game. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they can't make it live service and make it ongoing. 
you might you might not even need to see other people. Lemnus Gate gameplay. Let me open this. Save image. Okay, there we go. Be checking that out later today. Just checking your, just checking your color choices. They're fine. It's fine. Uh, I'm 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 <laughs> here. Let's do it, chat. Let's do it. By the power invested in me with OBS and JPEGs. Boom! We'll be playing that later today. Um, it's on Game Pass, so we'll be playing that later today. There we go. Thank you. Thumbnail created by Creature. Single player doesn't need to be live service. It drags the game down. Um, yeah, I don't agree with that. Yeah. Are you trying to say Dead Space Remake will be live service? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Sorry, we're getting our wires crossed here. Okay, so Assassin's Creed Valhalla was the test case for a live service Assassin's Creed. Can they continue to invest in that game with seasons, DLCs, events, and updates and keep players interested? They have successfully done that. They have formally announced Assassin's Creed Infinity, which will be which will be the the basic uh, you know next next iteration uh, of yeah what is this <laughs> we I'm getting those you getting those calls now that are like we it's like a recording of a robot talking about like you're they need your this and your that man these scammers are getting desperate <coughs> <coughs> I was thinking of by our powers combined. I'm Captain Planet. That's right. How would live service make single player game drag down, adding more stuff and patching things? Right, like AC Valhalla was the test case, and people responded positively enough that they have formally announced Assassin's Creed Infinity, which the next iteration of Assassin's Creed will then be live service, right? I disagree with your disagreement. I find it disgusting uh, when they try to sell shortcuts in single player games. Well, I don't necessarily know if that's going to be a thing. I mean, I, I, I would, the the formal announcement about Assassin's Creed Infinity being live service that doesn't mean Dead Space Remake is going to be live service. It's just that the former director of AC Valhalla will be uh, in green. Oh, it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be green. I mean, I was just messing with you. I do like to keep things uniform. Ya frick. Okay, there we go. This isn't this isn't this isn't your channel. Your little shorts channel creature. You know, use every color of the rainbow, which is great. I actually love the thumbnails on the shorts channel, but I like this channel to be red for the talk show, green for gameplay, you know? Uh, do you know about the Bungie Ubisoft are taking cheat makers to court? Yeah, we're talking about it this morning. I already read from a press release about it. I'll be doing a video about it. And uh, the press release indicates that they're trying. The court case is attempting to claim that you are disrupting a contractual relationship when you use a cheat. So they're wanting to get it into a position where you could start to find people that cheat. You know, I didn't even realize you did that with the colors. Yeah, if you like, if you go to the SNTR Presents channel right now, like the main hub, SNTR Presents with the 
I don't why is gameplay in present the, the the Halo Infinite technical test gameplay that's not right that I, we, I put that in the wrong barrier but then you go down to the gameplay playlist and it's all the arrows are green <clears throat> and the arrows are red for the main show that's just something that we did to you know bring the gaming influence over here SNTR gaming right um Ratchet submitted a question here. Bungie is making their own social system and name-making system for crossplay. Do you think they could be making their own launcher for D2 and their new game and maybe they put anti-cheat in there? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I it, it, this is this is obviously a possibility. I would think anything new that they're making like that, whether it's a launcher or whether it's anti-cheat, uh, you know, any of that, I would say that they're likely doing that because they're for their next game. I I would anticipate that. I would anticipate that being for their next game, not necessarily um, for for Destiny. You know, um, I it, 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 I'm not I'm not seeing them I'm not seeing them switching to their own launcher or or having their own anti cheat for Destiny. I I don't see that in the cards. Like my and this and this, and this is my honest opinion. I think they're coasting all the way to Lightfall. Truth be told, I think Witch Queen will probably be dope. I think the cutscenes and the, and the cinematics is gonna everybody's gonna come out of their skin and be super excited. But then a couple of months will go by and they'll be back in the trenches of you know the grinds are too long. The rewards aren't that new. Nothing actually feels different again. Like. I just think they're going to continue to coast all the way to Lightfall. And then after that, it's a mystery. After Lightfall, Creature thinks they go completely free to play and you can just buy their battle passes. I I don't know. I was always of the opinion that Lightfall would be when they would really pull the trigger on a true sequel. But again, I I just, there's no way to know at this point, right? If you read any of the possible leaks, it's actually looking very, very promising. I'm, I'm assuming, I always assume this, that they'll have a very successful expansion commercially and then a month later everybody will be complaining about the same things. Like, If you think Witch Queen is going to be wholly divorced and different than the way Beyond Light was with substance and depth and length, you're, you're kidding yourself. We've fallen in that trap every year. Oh, this is truly going to be different. This is truly going to be... No, it's just going to be like Beyond Light. You're going to go to a planet. You're going you're gonna to slowly build yourself a, a, a subclass. You're going to have a really, really grindy process of getting aspects and fragments. And I, it's, it's going to be a clone of Beyond Light with, with, with probably far better story because everybody's been waiting for Sabathun for years. So, creature says if you look at what they've done and what they're doing, the writing's on the wall. Called it four months ago. Yeah, I yeah I don't know. I it, it, going completely free to play. I still think is is it. I still think that would be a very bizarre turn of events for them. But at the same time, you know, we've seen we've we've seen stranger things. I would I suppose. You know, which queen is rumored to have two two times the guns Beyond Light did with Mars, Savathun, Dreadnought, and her throne world. If it's all true. 
Right, and that's fine. That's all well and good. Two times the guns means you, again, I, I still think you're going to get a month to a month and a half in and people are all going to have the same complaints. Like, I, I don't think the way they have built that game and their complete lack of ability to figure out scalability. I, I, and, I, and I said this when I played the game. <clears throat> so this isn't a cheap shot. They suck at scalability. They suck real bad at scalability. They don't know what the frick they're doing. They're going to have to completely reinvent the loot system, the gun system, the perk system, the mod system, if they want to have true scalability. They don't have scalability. What did they try for scalability? Sunsetting. And sunsetting was like when one parent says you're going to the park and the other parent doesn't know that mom said we're going to the park, so dad says we're going to the mall. It was the communication on that was horrendously bad. No one freaking knew how sunsetting was going to be implemented. You had guys like me making videos, defending it, talking about all these things that they said on Reddit, right? You had fragile community managers on Reddit saying things that were not even in, they weren't even in harmony with each other. They were saying different things on Reddit. And then months into the conundrum of the gnawing hunger they're like can you explain why you don't like that we brought it back and it doesn't have any new perks <laughs> it's like you need us to explain that to you like what <laughs> I wouldn't have to have it explained to me if I took my kids toy away and just gave them another version for their birthday and they were like I don't understand I already had this toy this one just has less paint chips on it right their, their handling of sunsetting was a joke. It was so bad they had to walk it back. They did a system-wide update that was so poorly executed and so hated by the community they had to walk the whole thing back. They're, they're awful at, at scalability. I forgot you were pro-sunsetting. Yeah, I can be pro anything if you give me bad intel. If someone came to my door and said, "Hey, uh, we're thinking of implementing a uh, a trench system here uh, for uh, for floods when there's flash floods, and it'll it'll do," and they outline everything it's going to do and how they're going to do it, and I'm like, "That sounds wonderful," and I'm in support of it, and I put a sign in my front yard that says, "I'm pro trench irrigation system from local," you know. MSD department of the city and then they come in and they do everything they said they wouldn't do right they come in and do everything they said they wouldn't do I'm like now wait just a minute I supported a a myth and a phantom you guys said you weren't going to do A, B, and C and here you are A, B, and C is taking place I would have said no to this I wouldn't have supported this like, that's what they did. They were like, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. And we're only going to do this. And they were like, actually, <laughs> all those things we said we were going to do, no, we didn't do. We want to give you more recluses. We want raid gear to truly stand out and be phenomenal. Here's a couple of reload and damage perks with different names. <laughs> oh, and the perks on the raid guns 
we're going to start to put those in other loot pools because we don't want those to be the only good guns in the game. It's like, man, you guys have got a real, real communication problem. <laughs> One person's like, we really want to make the, the, the wall red. We really want to paint it red. We, we think red will really, really sparkle. And then the next person comes in and is like, well, now we actually think we should make it purple. Like, who the frick is in charge? They, they're terrible at scalability. They don't know what the frick they're doing. Raid gear doesn't stand out. And if it did stand out, how does it stand out if you start trickling the perks down to other weapon pools? And now you're right back to the original problem that you had. Eternal weapon viability. Why should I chase anything new? It's just a side grade. Well, power creep would be a real problem. You are correct. They have they don't they don't understand scalability. They don't. They're friggin' clueless. They're gonna coast all the way to lightfall. Every weapon you chase in Witch Queen, you already have it right now. You already have it. Call me a shill, but I'm the type of person who loves the core game at its heart, so new stuff consistently like the seasons and DLC is enough for me. But I do see and understand the issues for sure. But for me, Destiny is where it is where I uh, is where I like it and like the changes. I agree it will coast. Listen, there is nothing wrong with enjoying it. I'm just telling you what it is, right? It's a turkey sandwich. Don't tell me it's a ribeye, right? Like, if you really want a turkey sandwich, then go right ahead. But that's what it is. It's a turkey sandwich. No frills, right? Not n- nothing. Nothing amazing. It's not a ribeye. It's not a world-class meal. It's just a, it's just a tried and true turkey sandwich that lots of people love. Sunsetting was the definition of half-butted for another agenda. They weren't interested in top-tier loot. They just wanted to get rid of all the old OP guns so they don't have to balance around them anymore. Everything else was sleight of hand. <laughs> I don't know about that. Don't forget to get don't forget getting rid of pinnacle weapons only to bring back after sunsetting the original. Yeah, and I agree. The only thing though they've been trying new for guns is new mods every season on certain guns. That's making me go for the new guns. Now, I will fully admit that the modding system on the armor and the modding system on the weapons, if you start to have a seasonal convergence there so that you could have an actual build where your your the synergies between your weapon perks and your armor perks and mods and all that and you create really really fun builds. Do you want to know the big glaring problem with that mattering and and being a big strong incentive for for the game? Do you want to know what the big problem is? Their end game philosophy is almost as bad as their scalability philosophy. Their end game philosophy is awful. Like you coming up with builds in that game it's 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 always it's always the same thing it's just a horse of a different color it's like well here's this challenge motor here's this really hard content it's all the same thing it's a freaking delta 2x4 to your face and a bunch of negative modifiers that's their end game philosophy so unless they completely reinvent their end game philosophy and reinvent their scalability philosophy you're you're going to be chasing 
the same guns in Witch Queen and likely coming up with very similar builds that you have now for their end game challenge mode, challenge this, grandmaster that. It's all the same. Destiny is Mexican food, right? One day it's a fajita, the next day it's a quesadilla, the next day it's a burrito. The ingredients are same. They're all the same. The ingredients are the same, prepared in different ways. And the game is so satisfying, and Mexican food is so tasty, you keep going back to the dinner table. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that the game is not very, very good. I'm just calling it what it is. It, it's your favorite Mexican restaurant, and you always go back to it, and you always order the same thing because you know you're going to like it. You know? I don't understand where the King's Fall philosophy went. It went out the door with the people that left the company. It went out the door. I was really excited when Blackburn came back, and then everything I've heard about the end game since, I'm like, nope. No. This this his end game, his philosophy about endgame, I think is bad. He he's taken he has taken the undercurrent of the Golgoroth fight and he put it everywhere. His stupid res tokens and res timers, one of the worst things ever added to endgame destiny, the raids, like why? And then they're like, well, how do we make things harder? By making them harder. Like, that's that's basically it. You know? And and that undercuts anything they come up with with build diversity. You need both. And I don't know if you're ever going to get it. Right? I've seen a major change in your attitude towards Destiny since your ban. I don't think you're able to talk about it objectively anymore. I totally understand because of what happened to you. I appreciate you typing something in my chat that's utter garbage because I said all this when I still played the game. (laughs) Do we need to go back to the tapes? You want to question my integrity? You can frick all the way off. I said all of this when I covered Destiny. Go back and watch the tapes. I always talked about no end game build diversity. Their end game philosophy is terrible. I've, I, I said this. I said this six months ago, nine months ago, twelve months ago, thirteen months ago. I've, I'm not saying anything new. I don't even cover the game anymore. I barely talk about it. This is probably the most I've talked about Destiny since my ban. You can take your passive swipe of my integrity, shove it in your ear, and walk out the freaking door. I said all this stuff. It's all on tape. <laughs> it's all on tape. You can go, you can go watch it. You, you come in here, you can debate me. You can tell me I'm wrong. You can, you can, you can go back and forth with me on any debate. You question my integrity. That's the, that's the fast pass out of here. You go to Disneyland, you get your fast pass. You can jump to the front of the line. That's a fast pass out of here. Lona was the most critical content creator of the game who was not just slinging insult. That's why I watched him. Actual actionable arguments about how to make the game better. Everything I ever said about sunsetting, endgame scalability, and endgame philosophy, I said all that when I played the game. I'm not saying anything new. They've always faced these problems. They've always faced these problems. It's not, it's not, a, new, it's not a new problem. I complained about this, right? Like... I complained about this when we were playing... What was that dungeon that I loved so much? 
and I hated that there wasn't like there wasn't a uh, I wanted contest modifier at just that one I, I always felt like that delta was in like a really healthy spot right but not negative modifiers five dollars from Steven he's been saying this about destiny for a really long time I've subbed for nearly a year on YouTube and more on purple so that's cool <clears throat> well you crossed the line and got and, 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 and got a chin shot that's a line I don't let people cross here. <laughs> you don't get to cross that line here, right? <laughs> you guys have made fun of every physical element of my appearance. From my beard to my hair to my my stature. And I take it in stride. But you question my integrity and my objectivity or my honesty, and I, I that you don't get to cross that line here. I don't I've never I've never allowed that. <laughs> This is true. Strong conversations about the game were a daily thing. We loved it, but complained about the things that were actual issues. Like, this is the guy, you're talking to the guy who never, ever, ever played a Grandmaster Nightfall. Not once. I never stepped foot in there. I never pressed the button, right? I never pressed the button to even go into a Grandmaster. And I got a lot of hate for that. There were there were people that that would they would dis they would disregard my criticism of grandmasters because I never went and played them. Like this community, my feedback Q and A was all built on the idea that like I saw glaring flaws in everything they did. This is one of the things. What's good, Pico? This is one of the things I just was always so I hammered away at. It was like your end game philosophy. Go back to the golden era. Build the hard content first. And you know when I said they were closest to it? When they build a dungeon to be solo flawless from moment one. That to me, I was like, oh, they're getting back to their roots. They built they built King's Fall hard first, and then they ratcheted it back for normal. And then when they started building dungeons, they're like, we actually build the dungeons our first ground level design philosophy is it should be able to be solo flawless that's why the dungeons are the best content in destiny right now they're better than the raids they're better than the nightfalls that's the best content because they actually have a philosophy of spectrum they just need to add a hard mode wasn't questioning your integrity clearly i haven't i was uh if i i haven't if i was willing to support you through everything that happened that's pretty obvious like that's the thing though you made it sound like all of a sudden I'm not objective and I'm just taking cheap shots at Destiny it's like these are talking points from videos you can go watch right now these are things I said when I could I could play the game and boot it up like I've always said these things I don't know it just came off it came off a certain way right it just came off a certain way came off a certain way I don't I don't talk about the game even that much anymore. I really don't. We have lately because they're in the news. Like they're they're suing a cheat company, right? I think they're adding a hard mode for dungeons. If it's anything like the Grandmasters, I th- I think it'll be disliked and highly criticized. I just I'm I'm telling you that they there are two things I have felt they were they have been bad at since I'm trying to think of the beginning of it. I mean, I would say since Leviathan, their endgame philosophy has been awful. I, I, Leviathan, as a raid, I thought was just bad. And the, and the prestige mode was bad. 
and it was super glitchy and buggy, which that added to it. I think their endgame philosophy has been terrible since Leviathan. And their scalability problems are because they're flying by the seat of their pants. They were basically keeping the lights on. Like, well, we got to ship a product. Boom, Destiny 2 lands. We got to break with Activision. We, 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 there's no way we're launching a sequel. And so they launched Beyond Light. Also, it needs to be said, you got banned, it's summer now, and all your points still stand. That's telling and worrying. Grandmaster Nightfall seems to be their copy-paste solution for difficulty. Grandmaster seemed useless, mega hard for a small chance at a slightly better weapon than you already have, and Grandmaster's the only reason to chase power level at all. <clears throat> I told you, they're bad at scalability, and they're bad at, at endgame philosophy. But do you want to know what they get right? Do you want to know why they're one of the most popular games still today? They get the meat and potatoes right. They're a restaurant who has a meat and potato stew that just tastes like grandma's meat and potato stew. Like you just, you go there because you're like, this is the best menu. It's so good. You order from the, you order from the dessert menu or you know, you get some of their entrees. It's not very good. The, The chef in the back He's a bit of a one-trick pony. But this meat and potatoes stew, it's so freaking good. We keep coming back. That's why they're so popular. That's why the game has done so well. They get the meat and potatoes content. It's just, you can just keep coming back to it. It's so good. It's it's home. It's the gunplay, the, the satisfaction, the, you know, seeing the loot and the enemies dying. They've nailed the meat and potatoes. Every time they've tried to do anything outside of that, outside of dungeons, it's been pretty bad. Every game mode they've ever tried to add to PvP has been a disaster, with the exception of, like, what, Momentum, Control, and Scorched? Scorched is just rocket mode. I mean, that's not even that creative. Like, Momentum Control is, like, the only thing they've added. How many modes? Salvage, Breakthrough, Countdown, Lockdown, Rift. Like, every time they've tried to innovate and add a game mode, it's been, it's just fallen flat on its face. And then they're like, well, let's try our, our hand at sunsetting, and it's a freaking disaster. They, they are good at meat and potatoes content. They're good at, a, at an addictive, satisfying content loop. That's it. Yeah, mayhem. But again, is mayhem even a is he, is it even a creative mode? You get you get your abilities and stuff faster. Like, wow, how long did it take you guys to come up with that? <laughs> uh. Riff was one of the best game modes. Yeah, but they didn't innovate. They didn't innovate. The spawn trapping became a problem, and they're like, "What the frick do we do?" <laughs> What do we do? They didn't never try. They never tried to fix it. You miss countdown, and countdown's not even their game mode, by the way. Countdown is just search and destroy, for frick's sake. Take care. I'll be back later. All right. Just look at, at let master Vog. It's a light grandmaster. No new mechanics or changes on harder difficulty. Just more negative modifiers. Go play some Final Fantasy and you'll see the difference. Right. 
What do you think about Master Vlog? I, 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 I can't play. I, I can't tell you. I don't have a lot of confidence in it, given given what we know about their end game philosophy. Wish they had captured the flag with big big maps. You'd need you'd need vehicles. You'd need two person vehicles, I think, to get that right. Momentum control is SWAT from Halo, right? Two things. I can't even agree with the meat and potatoes anymore. I can't even bring myself to play strikes. There's nothing new, and override got old fast and crucibles always I mean I'm telling you right now if I if I had to be, if I had the ability to boot up the game run some bounties play the seasonal content shoot some baddies bake a boss get some loot I know I would play it and, and I would enjoy it I know I know I would there's something there's something there now I know a lot of you are experiencing franchise fatigue or it's really hard to play a game you know where a company didn't just target a person that you liked but like a community that you were a part of like that's really really hard I know but a lot of people are like dude I just can't play the game it just doesn't feel the same anymore you know like, I, get, I get it I get it why why for the love of everything can another game create that special sauce I am of the belief, okay, there's nothing wrong with having hope, and I hope, and I have the belief, somebody somewhere is making the next king of looter shooters. We talked about this the other day with streamers, right? You can't be king forever. Someone will take the crown, right? Ninja wasn't God forever. Lyric wasn't God forever, right? And that reality is settling in on a lot of these washed up streamers. And how are they taking it? Not very well, right? They're not handling it very well. You can see the instability. You can see the they're fracturing as a person because they're not the big guy anymore. They're on their way out. They're getting put out to pasture. Same thing's gonna happen to Destiny. Destiny can't be king forever. There's a looter being made somewhere that's going to land and just people are like, this is it. This is the looter shooter that we've all been waiting for. Not Borderlands, not The Division, not Anthem. Now, I'm not talking about a Destiny killer. Understand that. Understand that. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. You might as well go look for Bigfoot, okay? There's no such thing as a Destiny killer. Except for maybe, you know, Bungie one day. They'll be like, we're not making the game anymore, right? It's it's 2030. We're done. <laughs> like, they're the only Bungie killer in the room, and they're they're keeping the guillotine locked away, okay? So I'm not saying it's a Destiny killer, like, but there is a looter shooter somewhere out on the horizon that will ride into town. And you know that meme where like the guy's checking out the girl and the girl he's with is like offended? That's gonna happen. That's going to happen. You cannot stay king forever. Somebody right now, there's a team, there's a company who has learned from Anthem's downfall, Division 1 and 2 struggles, Borderlands 3 struggles, even Destiny struggles. There's a company somewhere, yeah, Outriders, there's a company somewhere building a looter shooter right now 
that will deliver excellence, greatness, longevity, all of that. I believe it in my heart of hearts. I think... I actually think... Halo Infinite is in prime position to be the king arena shooter once more. I think we are witnessing the return of the king. I do. I think it. I, I, I can smell it. It's like, oh... They're they're co- oh they're cooking up something good. It's this is gonna this is gonna be good. They're getting the recipe just right. I feel that in my heart of hearts. That Halo is in a prime position to be king of the arena shooter once more. And if they can take that crown from Bungie, which won't be very freaking hard, because Bungie doesn't care about being king of the arena shooter in PvP. It's a peer-to-peer game with space magic. Like, come on. If that can happen, then a looter shooter can land and be king. It can. It can happen. Answer this. Say Destiny 3 launches September of next year. Why would that happen? Someone, somehow the band doesn't carry over. You just jump in at launch. Do you give them that satisfaction or not? I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know I would need I would need personal and public apologies to be made Dauntless I think I, I just I don't know they 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 crossed copious amounts of lines they they overstepped in a huge way king of pvp what about pve that's what I'm saying I'm saying arena shooter I'm not saying halo is gonna like take people away from destiny like you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not saying that. I'm saying Halo is in prime position to be king of the arena shooter. Because I, I don't know. Like they, they're in a prime position. Dedicated servers, a very clean and tight, crisp combat loop. I'm, t- I'm tell, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It, it, Halo can pull it off. They can. I don't think. Let, let, let me let me phrase this another way. I don't think Destiny is bringing in anybody in large numbers to play their PvP. I just don't think so. It's peer-to-peer. It's incredibly hard to get your foot in the door because there's a ravenous and addicted player base that just continues to play, making it really inaccessible. You know, making it really inaccessible. I don't think they're pulling in a lot of new players. Do you want to know what PvP arena game is going to pull in a ton of players this year? A free-to-play Halo Infinite on every Microsoft platform. I don't think Halo can take the PvP crown from Destiny. Different atmosphere, different gameplay, no builds. ETC, just don't see it. Oh, I do. I think think Destiny's PvP already has a foot out the door. It already has a foot out the door. They, <laughs> they, like, all you gotta do is look at Trials and their renewed focus on, on Crucible to know they don't have a crack squad. They don't have a crack squad in charge of Crucible. They, they, they don't, they don't, <laughs> come on. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. If you get PvP right in Halo, you'll take away a huge chunk of the purple directory that'll automatically start hurting the community. They've already damaged their purple directory. They've already damaged it. I hope Hamster Man almost never goes back. I hope he goes back for raids and launches and then always and then walks away. 
I hope he keeps doing that. Good for him. Just stay the frick out of that directory. Like, squeeze it for what it's worth at launch. Squeeze it for what it's worth on a raid day. And then get the frick out of there. Right? Give it what it's deserved. You know? Like, just treat it like a piece of garbage. That's what I would do. If I, if I was... If I was him or anybody else who's even been moderately successful there, I would treat that directory like a piece of trash. I'd pull it out every once in a while and, and, and pay some bills with it, and then I'd just get the frick out. Toxic, just awful, awful place. Yeah, of course he does, Dauntless, of course. And I hope he continues to do that. I hope he goes back, I hope he becomes the most successful fair-weather streamer of that game. That's what I hope. Just squeeze the snot out of the game for a week when it launches, do the same thing when a raid launches, and just frickin' walk away. Just keep doing it. How can you tell they heard it if you don't mind my asking? None of the numbers trended upward leading up to the the expansions and after. I was checking I was checking you know directory leads and leading up to and after their launches, their all their stuff was trending downward. We were trending upward. It was having an effect. People were people were catching wind that we were streaming Destiny on YouTube and I checked I'm not kidding you. As soon as we started streaming Destiny on YouTube, there all those numbers, the month I did that and all the months after, people's numbers went like this and my numbers were going like this. We were creating a va- we were creating a, a a drainage. We were creating drainage. Not only that, there was no reason to go back. It was like, man, this place is nasty. These people are nasty. No one wants, no one, you can't build a directory in a community off of drama, especially once people start doubting the, the, the drama and the gossip. Like as soon as doubt and skepticism entered the air, people were like, I don't know about all this. It, it, it all, all the numbers started trending downward. It, that's beside the point. That's beside the point. The main point that I'm trying to make is someone will nail the looter shooter someone's got to figure it out look at look at world of warcraft look at mmos if i told you like five or six years ago that there was going to be a mass exodus and ignore the controversy in the public's eye that's not why it started to happen right ignore that wow started having a mass exodus people start going playing final fantasy case in point you will not be king forever you won't. WoW has had its crown removed, and now it's having its head removed. I mean, gee, many freaking Christmas. You talk about kicking something while it's down. I feel bad for WoW content creators. What a freaking nightmare. What a nightmare. Why'd they start leaving WoW anyway? You'd have to ask Asmongold. Him and many others were kind of the beginning of it. They started going and playing Final Fantasy, and the, and the, and the crowds went with them. Crowds went with them. Why? I don't know. I'll tell you right now, Final Fantasy's been cranking out greatness and getting lots of praise from its community for the past two years. That probably helped. It created some momentum. Right? That created some momentum, surely. 
you misspelled crossplay in your YouTube stream title? I did? How did nobody catch that? That's because Creature changed the title. That's, I don't know, what the frick? Why did we do that? Uh, course play? Uh, I have caps lock on. Uh, you did? I don't get down, I don't get down with typos. I know people use typos as like a cheat code. I'm not, I don't get down with that. Even if it works. Alright, I I fixed it. Uh, search from oh okay yeah I wasn't really sure what to title a stream like this I was like I don't know what to title a stream like this it's just more opinion we're not necessarily covering like a breaking news story so I wasn't even sure what to title it um so <clears throat> the, 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 the overarching point that I've been just just been trying to make is is that there will be there will be a, a a looter shooter that will enter the landscape and be worthy of praise and worth playing and and all of that. That that'll happen. That'll happen. Right. Every every the fact that other MMOs like Final Fantasy have entered the field and have slowly become you know you know great and and have achieved what they've achieved shows that other MMOs can enter the field. Other looter shooters can enter the field. They can. How had punctuation work for you in stream titles for SEO? Primarily the punctuation doesn't seem to affect it. We just do punctuation um, so that it looks nice. Punctuation, if you do like any search, any search research, the punctuation doesn't even register. Like if you search for something with a hyphen or without a hyphen, it doesn't seem to affect. It doesn't seem to affect any of the any of the research we've done. The, the algorithm and Google are supposed to ignore punctuation. They're supposed to. <laughs> it doesn't mean they do. But we've found that it doesn't really do much. We just like it to look nice. New World seems to be doing good in the MMO space based on the beta numbers. I think New World has potential. I, I, think, I think their long-term plan is to capture people on the PvP because I, I don't know. There, that seems to be a big focus of their of their content loop, and their if they're trying to have something feel addictive or trying to have something feel like powerful, I think it's I think it's attached to the PvP. Um, personally, um, so if you guys have enjoyed today's show, we're covering a lot of different topics. We, we have gone on a bit of a Destiny kick, but that's I mean it's related to the topic, right? Um, you know, Bungie and Ubisoft are are suing you know Ring One cheats and uh, so we've been talking about that if you're enjoying the show you can hit subscribe to talk in my chat Uh, you can vote in the poll we're an hour in 672 people have voted in the poll the question is has cheating made you avoid certain games or cross play that is uh, that's at the top of the chat you don't have to go anywhere to take that poll it's right here integrated into the live stream Uh, let's take another question Ratchet, if you were into PvP and you and, and a sweat, would you play console or PC? 
I mean, it depends on the game, right? Like, I, if I was a if a, a, a PvP guy and I was a sweat, I would have probably kept playing Valorant, which you have to play on PC. I would have kept playing Valorant. I thought Valorant was very fun. I enjoyed it. I really did. I thought their ranking system worked really, really well. Um, I I uh, my my only issue was the guys that would would move and win gunfights. That was always a fr- you know a frustration point. Um, but yeah, I I would have probably stuck with Valorant. I really really liked it. So, but but in general, that's just not my thing. Like PvP is just not my thing. You know, wasn't Valorant planned to come uh, to console? I mean, they're coming to mobile first, I think, which is so weird. I think they're just going after that money because the mobile market is just enormous. I think they're trying to make that money, and then they'll probably work on a console port, you know? Um, I think New World is being released too early. Enemy AI behavior is so predictable and boring, it makes the uh, endgame PvE a snooze fest. Yeah, I do think that that New World needs a lot of polish on certain things. I, I think that the combat needs more fluidity. I think they need to consider allowing you to do animation canceling as long as you're not marked. As, as long as you're not flagged for PvP. I don't know if they'd want to do that, but the lack of animation cancel just makes the combat... I, I, I don't know. I, I find the combat to be frustrating for that reason. Um, so... And listen, if you're one of the people that that, that came back in because I was talking Destiny or talking Bungie, uh, we're we're doing the same show we always did. I always say this when you guys you guys clearly all poke your heads back in um, when I'm when I'm talking Destiny. I, we're doing the same show every day. There were days that I would cover Destiny and y'all would hang out and we'd have huge numbers and we would spend the entire morning debating Star Wars. So if you show up as a subscriber or a paying member, the debates are still lively, the discussions are still happening, you can still submit questions, they show up on the screen. Our Q&A has been significantly upgraded. I mean, look at how clean that looks. So if you like my A-Team shirt, you can use the shirt command to support me by using the code at 80sTs. You can use the glasses command and we have other sponsors coming this week as well. So appreciate you guys being here. Uh, consider hitting subscribe and like to support me. That's totally free. Uh, and consider clicking join or using the join command. That's a direct paid membership form of support. Still amazing content. Nothing changed. I appreciate that. Um, did you play Splitgate? I have not played Splitgate. We're going to wait. We're going to wait. I, they're having all their problems and challenges and stuff. I focused on the Halo Infinite technical test because we got in. Um, I took their survey. Uh, it was a pretty lengthy survey, hoping that makes me a prime target for the next one, uh, you know, providing that feedback to them, and uh, we, we, we had a great, great time uh, playing that. Um, I had a friend invite me to participate in a closed test on PC starting August 5th of X Defiant. Uh, confirm, click below to sign the NDA um yeah but if I can't stream it if I can't stream it I, I'm not I don't know uh already registered no I'm not registered where did you invite me to play on the PS5 man that game's gonna I think that game's gonna have a hard time um register um I have an email address. Yeah, I was going to say, I have an account with them. 
I don't know how he even sent this to me. I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, what is your favorite genre? PVE shooters. Yeah, I play games on PC. Select your platform. I don't understand. Oh, it wants me to change. Oh, okay. Thank you for registering. Okay. Yeah, so somebody invited me to try it out. I didn't sign an NDA or anything. I, I don't understand. It acted like I was going to have to sign an NDA. Um, I didn't sign an NDA. I just registered to... to oh, here it is. I have read. Um, more than likely, they're not going to let me... I'm not going to be able to stream it or anything. Thanks for registering. Okay, there. I actually signed the NDA that time. Yeah, if they if they make me if they make you if they make you sign an NDA and you can't uh, if you can't stream it or record it, then that's we'll we'll see. We'll see. I suspect it's going to surprise people. Expectations are so low. Um I have PC if you want an invite. I, he invited me on PS5, so that's totally fine. I was going to make a video about that, Eugene. Like, X Defiant has a shot, and here's why. Because everyone's hating on it. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's It has... It has... It doesn't have people being apathetic or disinterested. People aren't being indifferent. They're ravenously hating it, (laughs) which means, which means it has a chance because everyone's going to want to try it. Everyone's going to want to try it. It's literally called X defiant. Like, how are you not going to take a look at that car crash, you know, and see if they don't, if they don't turn it out (laughs) and, 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 and successfully pull it off. I actually think X defiant has a chance because of all the hate. It's got brand recognition and tons of hate. That's a, that's a recipe for success. <laughs> that's a recipe for success. Arch Enigma says cheating is one thing, but with increased mouse and keyboard support on new gen consoles, how long until that becomes a player based problem where all flick shots from a mouse are interpreted as a cheat? Well, the thing is, is that you have to understand something. Flick mouse shots number one are, are pretty rare but number two even halo is saying we're gonna match people according to input right that I actually think that that needs to be the standard going forward now if you don't want to be matched according to input and you just want to get into games quickly and you don't care then I guess you could you could opt to say oh I don't care if I have blended blended input lobbies right? If you have blended input lobbies, then you might get into games faster. And that could potentially be a big a big a big win for matchmaking times, but then you obviously know what you're signing up for. You're going to go against those players that might be able to hit a drag snipe, that might be able to to, you know, to win an engagement that otherwise they couldn't have won. Like shotgun fights especially when you're close quarters, mouse and keyboard has a huge advantage because they can flick and drag and turn down like exceptionally fast I didn't realize Halo was saying that people will probably find a way to switch inputs on the fly 
Well, the way that Halo's set up, no, you're locked. People told me you're locked in. If you matchmake and you're on controller, you can't switch mid-game. That'd be how easy would that be? Plug a controller into your PC, matchmake against controller players, and unplug the controller. They'll be like, "Sorry, bud, can't move." You know. Three four three also had experience with blended lobbies and Master Chief Collection, so this won't be their first pass. Yeah, right. I mean, they've they've got experience in this in this department, so the the hope would be that they would, you know. They would really pull off a, a strong system that can't be exploited. Warzone does that now, right? Also, Zim and Cronus Max exist. Well, or Cronus Zen, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sure if somebody wants to do that, but even then they might be able to detect that. Halo plays better on a controller anyway. I don't know. I should have played mouse and keyboard, Paul, because there were a handful of times I was using the sidekick and I thought, Man, I would have dusted that guy on mouse and keyboard. You know, I because the, the, the aim assist is 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 almost non-existent. There were a handful of times I was like, "Oh my gosh, dude, mouse and keyboard! That guy would have been in the dirt. He was jumping and moving in a way that would have made him super inaccurate. But I would have been able to just pop, 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 and just hit him and hit him in the head. Especially when you get him down and you know all you need is the headshot." But I will say that a lot of the movement angles and corner checking did feel really clean on, on, on controller. It, it, it felt very crisp. It felt very reliable. It felt very responsive. So I've heard controller on Halo feels like an aimbot. No, you, you, that's Destiny controller feels like an aimbot. I remember when I was hitting snipes in Destiny and I was like, I didn't hit that snipe. Aim assist did. Halo controller does not feel like an aimbot. The aim assist is very, very minimal. It's very low. Um, there were people complaining about that. They thought that it was too low. They didn't feel like it felt good. I'm like, that's, that's that skill gap, buddy. You gotta, <laughs> you, you know, you gotta get good positioning. You gotta hit your shots. The game's not making shots for you. Now, I don't know if controller played differently on console. I was playing PC controller. So I don't, I don't know if there's a difference there. You know. <clears throat> Dracus Pander says if cheat users are able to be fined what cost effective methods could be used to find the culprits use the platform that they're on right you you have their you have their credit card information you have their their payment information Companies could start literally being like, you agree to the EULA that if you are caught cheating, we will fine you and automatically charge your credit card. Like, you could agree to that. Now, again, laws would have to be passed to allow that. Because now you're stepping in a whole other world. That's not a transaction. That would be a government-instituted and enforced fee. Right? A third, A third-party company or something would enact those charges or send the person a bill or something I don't know I don't know how you would do it agree the controller was fun but not easy yeah it did not feel like easy mode on PC better PC specs are not an issue for crossplay. PC has more potential disparity between PC and PC in regards of having better hardware and console to PC oh then console to PC not necessarily a very a very 
decently kitted gaming rig is going to outperform a PS4 and an Xbox One like eight eight days to Sunday. Like it's just always going to be better. There's so many mediocre performing consoles in circulation right now. They're they're weak in comparison to the most basic gaming rig. You know, you're talking about you're talking about. 30 FPS machines in high saturation, you know. They'd open themselves up to countersuits for false bans and accusations for cheating if you brought a financial penalty into the mix. Right, but if there was concrete evidence and they said, look, here, here's the evidence, here's the report, third-party co- company vets the report and then finds them, you're not talking about somebody that like hit a sick headshot and then pays a fine and loses their account. You're talking about somebody who was caught using third-party software. It gets detected, and then that report gets vetted by another company. They look at the gameplay. They see it. There's no doubt. It's like you run in a red light, right? They're like, no, yeah, you, we got the we got the proof right here. When you have concrete proof, man, that's that's another ball game. You're, you're not talking about somebody submitting a report or somebody having a weird kill ratio or uh, a really high accuracy rating. My company has a notice that says we will continue to charge your credit card after the expire date unless you notify us to cancel. Yeah, yeah. That's still different. I, think, I, th- I still think that's different because that's not a fee or a fine. That's like a... That's an agreed upon like business relationship. I don't know. It might fall into a different category. My gaming PC is about 1250 and it outsmokes my PS4 and my 2013 Xbox One, though I built it in June of last year, so I believe I overpaid a bit. I don't think so. If you're if you're at at and around the $1000 mark, you you got a you got a, a pretty nice nice machine at a really nice cost. You're down in the 800 range. You're really sacrificing, usually on the video card, and and then memory. You know, is you're you're usually pretty low on that spectrum. And you're in the when you're in the 1,000 to 1,500 dollar mark. That's that's not bad. I don't think you paid too much. I don't know what your hardware is though. So you might have gotten taken for a ride on some of the parts, but that's not bad at all for a gaming rig. Not right now. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> It's a Ryzen 5 2600 and an RTX 2060. Yeah, I mean, I I would say you got it. You got it. You got a fair price. Yeah, you got a fair price. Um. So, uh, next question from Human Type Person. They've gone after several of these cheat providers at this point. Can we de- definitively say that this method has had a large effect on the cheat population, or has this just been cheat whack a mole? Yeah, we've talked about cheat whack-a-mole before where you, you hit one and another one crops up and another one crops up. Like, you know, that is, is it even feasible to, to stop any of this? I would say that... Um, um, I would say it's a bit of both. I would say it's a bit of both. This has probably helped to a degree, you know? At the very least, the hope would be the, the, you know the, the the cheating scumbags have ha, have had to spend more money at the very least you would hope that that has been in effect like I've got to go to another company I've got to go somewhere else 
right? I've, I've got I've to go buy my cheating service from another company. At the very least, you would hope there's been economic pain, both on the companies themselves as well as the scumbags that buy them and use them. Um, and, you know, the after that, you would hope that there could be a depreciating return of cheaters. Like, maybe there's a percentage of cheaters that are like, this just isn't worth the trouble. Every time I find a company that's distributing the cheats and I pay for the cheats, a couple months later, they get a cease and desist, and now I'm out all that money. You know, if... If Ubisoft and Bungie were smart, they would have had this go into effect or attempt to do a cease and desist. You do it at at, at like earlier midway in the month because everybody has re-upped for the cheat and now they can't use it and now they're really angry. You do it at the end of the month and everyone's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, that's fine. I got a month out of it and, and now I'm, you know, I guess I'll find somewhere else. You do it early in the month in the first you know, 7 to 14 days, you're going to hope you catch a bunch of people that have just paid for it and are now like, oh, frick, for the whole month of August, I can't use it. I just got billed. I mean, that's that's the kind of pain you want to put these people through because they're, they're just you can't put them through the pain of like, oh, well, you lose all your progress. They don't care. They're just making new accounts. They're either rage cheaters or you know, or no skill cheaters. They're doing it because they have no skill and now they're addicted to it, or they're doing it because they're angry. Well, you know, keep pouring gas on that fire. Let them them just stew and be even more angry. And eventually you hope that they burn out and they get so angry they just go and play another game or they go cheat somewhere else. So, it is a bit of cheat whack-a-mole though because everybody flocks to the next cheat. What was the? What, it was perfect aim was first. Perfect aim gets hit with a C and D, then Gator cheats gets hit with a lawsuit, and now Ring One gets hit with a lawsuit. So the hope would be that people keep shuffling, and eventually there's nowhere else to shuffle, and cheats have to be distributed through forums in the dark web, and then your quality control goes down. And when your quality control goes down, people get really angry because it's either not working or it won't install properly or it doesn't run properly or it messes their computer up or something. You know, I don't know what kind of legality, you know, goes into distributing something where the could they could there be companies that start to distribute software that claims to be a cheat but is then malicious in some way? Is there is there a way to do that without getting into trouble, right? Is there a legal way to do that? You know, distribute some cheat software have it work and then once you hit high sales saturation the software updates and sends a report to all the companies and all those people get banned you know but is distributing something like that that is essentially a form of malware that deceives a consumer is that legal I don't know probably isn't right it'd be fun to cheat the cheaters to be like well we distributed a cheat a cheat program that worked and after a month and everybody bought it now we're all right now they're now they're now they're all now they're all exposed now we all know who the cheaters are there was a guy who did that he played for a pretty big um uh you know 
Uh, sorry, I was reading breaking news. Um, I was like, is that true? What what he just put in there? Um, yeah, I don't know if you'd be able to do that. I don't know if you'd be able to do that. Nobody seems to have adapted the Outriders approach. I wonder if it's hard to do. What did Outriders do? Would they put them in their own lobbies or something? It's illegal. It's theft by deception charge. Going back to the malware convo, I was behind. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could even bake it into the TOS that, like, you know, you're agreeing that we're allowed to, you know, acquire your your hardware information. You know? The watermark thing? Oh, right, right, right. I'm a self-admitted PvP potato, but I enjoy it in small doses. What I don't understand is cheating, especially paying for it. Yeah. I understand cheating. I understand cheat companies. I understand trying to literally make money from cheating. I understand all of that. What I do not understand is people paying large sums of money over over long periods of time to, uh, to cheat. I could get paying an initial fee. But the fact that people pay like subscription services to cheat, I'm like, dude, what? That that's the thing that I never would have guessed would be a reality. If somebody would have told me that, like that was gonna be a thing in the future, I'd be like, yeah. You're you're out of your head. There's no way anybody's gonna do that. You know? And here we are. Ugh. It's true. All the websites are covering it. What's true? The thing that TJ Rage put in chat? Is that... It, it, that it, it like... Is that happening? I, I saw some tweets and I was like, oh boy. People keep paying because they make money. Well, right. For the recoveries and the carries, sure. They're, 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 making, they're, they're making their money back. They're making their money back. So that makes sense, right? <laughs> that makes sense. Ghostface says, based on the rise and fall of streamer popularity, do you think there's an age limit for streamers to remain relevant? Or is it either adapt, approach, and content, or die? Well, here's the thing. I, I think if you create a really good brand, um, I think if you create a really, really good brand, and a really good product, people will see, keep coming back. I mean, if anything, the last the last 13, 14 months have proven that for me. That, you know, you, you can... I mean, I, I survived a nuclear bomb. So, I mean, I mean if, if I can survive that, I think people can survive getting older. Um, but there's a difference between having a successful brand and having a long career, Right? I, I could see myself sitting here in my 40s and 50s just doing a great show, doing a great talk show. Why? Oh, it's it's enjoyable. I just need to be able to sit up straight and talk. That's all I need to be able to do. I don't need to be an athlete. I don't need to be in shape. Obviously, I'm taking care of myself, but you get my point, right? So you have to understand, when I say you're not king forever, let, let's take... Don't even take ninja. Don't even take a specific person. There are plenty of streamers that used to always be at the top and they're not anymore. Like, they're totally fine. You know, I don't think I don't think Lyric is concerned about his future. I don't. He, he has a he has a long-standing brand, he's got deals, 
He has a platform. He has a following. Does he pull the viewers he used to pull? No, he probably doesn't. He probably doesn't. He probably has. He probably has trended up and down uh, in different directions over the years. And who knows where he is now, right? But he's not gonna like wash out, and then no one watches him because oh, he's too old or he's been in the business for too long, right? Like the last three months, his average viewership has been up by three percent, right? All time, I don't even know. Yeah, he's maintaining. He's maintaining. He started streaming in this, you know, in 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 twenty seventeen, and he's he maintains his average. His average viewers are actually continuing to rise, for for lyric, you know. In 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 twenty in in twenty eighteen. Uh, he was, oh no, he's not. His broadcast hours continue to rise. His average viewers were 29,000 in 2018. And now his average viewers are 16,000. So he's, he's gone down from averaging 20 to 30,000 to about half that to down in the teens. You know, some months he averages 16, 20, you know what I'm saying? Now, do you think he cares about those those fractions of decline? No, because he's maintaining his brand. He's maintaining his income, and he, he doesn't even have to really care about that kind of stuff. He's a household name. He's a household brand. He, he can do whatever the frick he wants. Right? So even though he's not the king anymore, he was king of, he was king of purple for a long time. He's not the king anymore. That doesn't matter. He's fine. He has an established brand, an established reach. He's doing just fine. So, the 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 idea that like is there an age limit for streamers to stay relevant? The only age limit on a streamer to stay relevant is competitively, right? Is competitive because um, yeah, you have red hair. I can't. The red and pink look identical with these glasses. Um. That's the only that's the only time you're going to you're going to age out. You're going to age out competitively, all right? I mean, I, I'll I'll say it. Like Ninja and some of these other guys, they're not going to keep up with the, with the young men. They're not. It's a young man's game. It's a young man young woman's game, okay? It is. It's a young person's game. Your reflexes get just a little bit slower and you won't keep up. You won't. Eight, you know, sixteen to twenty-one. That age bracket will always be the bracket of esports. It just will. Now, certain games you can't really age out, right? You're not if you play competitive Hearthstone, like you're not gonna age out of that. If it's a game that requires strategy, thought, and careful planning, but it doesn't matter what your reflexes are, you're not really gonna age out of that. But CSGO, Valorant, Call of Duty, you know, Halo, Overwatch, Fortnite. You're you're going to age out. You're going to. You're going to get too you're just going to be too slow to keep up, you know? That's why Doc is special. It's not about gameplay. Yeah, like Doc is using his skill as a catalyst to build an entertainment brand. You know, it's mostly the shooters, right? And the thing is, is shooters tend to pull the most viewership. They're just, they're the most popular, right? They're, it's like comparing, you know, NFL viewership to 
a hockey viewership, which that actually might be getting closer than it used to. But for a while there, you know, the NFL viewership was significantly higher than a lot of other sports. That's true also of shooter viewership tends to outweigh the slower games like, you know, like Hearthstone or you probably need decent reflexes even for League. Um, so it, it's that's and, and even still, they don't necessarily age out, you know. You mentioned a PS5 invite from X Defiant. I have a PC invite I can send if interested. You know if you can stream it? You'd have to read the NDA. I signed the NDA and don't know if I can stream it or not, Dauntless. If you're new and just tuning in, we're discussing a variety of topics today. How cheating is ruining crossplay, the Bungie Ubisoft lawsuit, and the Dead Space remake. If you want to submit questions, you need to be a paid member. But you can talk in my chat for free. You just need to be a subscriber. Shooters have more moment-to-moment excitement. Yeah. The guys that age out end up being coaches. Yeah, aging out and wanting to get into shoutcasting and commentary. Right. It, it, it's not hard to see why a couple a couple of these guys made sure that, you know, there were companies that didn't want to work with me privately because I was getting into shoutcasting. And a lot of these guys knew they weren't going to be able to hold a candle in esports, so they privately edged me out so they could get the casting opportunities. I, I have I have DMs to prove that. Like they they wanted the casting jobs and they made sure that I was I was marked. Like they wanted they because they knew they're like I'm not going to go win these tournaments I don't want to go and compete in these tournaments I'd rather be on the desk those contracts are usually pretty good they usually pay pretty well so there were they, they were people with a vested interest to keep me off of casting desks because not not you, you you're never ever going to keep up with the with the next generation behind you you're not that's why Bugga goes to, to to the World Cup and just dominates sixteen year old just wipes the floor with the competition. A young, dedicated, well-practiced, skilled player just took over. You know, a lot of these guys—it's like in boxing, right? Like they'll 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 enter and they'll get paid and they'll do the sponsorships and the deals, knowing they're going to lose, knowing they'll you know they're going to take fifth or sixth place. They don't care. The money, the money, and the viewership is is worth it, and the experience. Even then, a lot of them are going to try and build a brand. You know, if they're smart, they'll try and start diversifying so that they, they don't have to rely on that game and winning tournaments or winning competitions. UB always has awful NDAs with watermarks all over the screen. I have a sneaking suspicion we will not be able to stream or record anything from X Defiant. The NDA says if you play in a room with windows, you have to close the curtains. Pretty sure you cannot stream it. Yeah. Yeah. More than likely, especially given that game's controversy and hate, they're not going to want people getting early looks at it. Unless they start to do public betas, which then obviously, you know, hopefully I can get in on that. Because that, that's always really helpful. Ashen says, do you feel looter shooters have a stigma? I don't know if they have a stigma yet. I mean, they may be very close to having a stigma. Because the... Um, the live service stigma is certainly there to the point that companies avoid saying live service companies don't want to say live service they don't want to say it you know because there's a stigma there I think Anthem 
I think Destiny, Division, and Anthem really, really hurt uh, the, the, the live service the live service draw you know I, I do I think a lot of people are now looking at live service and thinking like oh live service is the devil you know um, uh, yeah 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 creature I agree with what you just said I agree with what you just said yeah 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 um I'm really having a hard time buying. Are you see? Are you seeing this? Are you seeing this on the background creature? We'll have to look at this later. We'll have to look at this later. I'm really having a hard time buying the uh, the reach conversion. Looks incredible, but then it says we got two dot one from it or two from it. There's no freaking way. There's no way, and the total's only three. Get the frick out of here. There, there's something. There's a tallying thing going on that is not correct. When I hear live service, all I hear is keep paying me money before I bought the, even bought the game. Is live service seen as synonymous with microtransactions? What's the stigma? The stigma is that they are going to stretch the game too thin and then nickel and dime you. I think that's the stigma. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think that's the stigma. I think people are concerned that live service is like we're going to take a game and just stretch it, stretch it, stretch it, and stretch it to a breaking point, and the whole time you're just spending more money, more money, more money, more money, more money. I also think people would, would, would tell you, like, if you polled people and asked them, like, what do you have against live service games? They'd be like, well, it's not a complete game. It's going to be a bunch of cut content, right? It's going to be a bunch of this, it's going to be a bunch of that. You can't launch as a live service, it doesn't work. Yeah, Eugene has taken up that position before that successful live service games grow into live service games. They don't launch as a live service game. And he would point to Anthem and, you know, Outriders and Division 1 and 2 as proof of this. Even Destiny is proof of this. They grew into a live service game. The method of content delivery and everything you pay for now in Destiny is miles different, you know? It's miles different than what we were doing in year one. Yeah, we need 30 more likes. Thank you, everybody, for being here. We appreciate it very, very much. Smash the likes. Roll us over to 500. If you've been enjoying the show today, I do a talk show in the mornings and gameplay in the afternoons. We're going to be checking out Lemnisgate today, and uh, which I don't even know when. When is that going live? Because I've got it installed and it wouldn't let me open it. Is it going live at noon or did it go live at 10? Because we're going to be dependent upon their servers. Yeah, you're too early. Wait a bit longer is what it's saying to me. It's still, it's, it's, it's still, uh, it's still saying that. AC's growing into it. Fortnite grew into it. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like streamers that want to get into streaming and content creation and they buy they buy they spend $5,000 on equipment and it's like and and there's no impetus yet. They've got no viewership, no support. You know, most of your successful streamers slowly grew into it. They upgraded their camera, they upgraded their mic and their lighting and they got a better computer or whatever. You know, they became a streamer over time. They didn't just, like, land as a streamer. 
and spend thousands of dollars in order to do so. Ashen Hollow says, if the remake does well and EA wants to fire up the Dead Space franchise, how can they? Visceral left the franchise on a heck of an ending. Um, what can they do to fire up the Dead Space franchise? Man, I don't know. The remake might be um, the remake might be a reset. They'll remake the first one. They'll just call it Dead Space Remake, and then they might do like a spinoff sequel. You know, and then they wouldn't number it. It would be Dead Space, um, Edge of the Universe, or something like that, right? Dead Space, the dark side of Mars. It would have a name. So it would no longer be Dead Space 1, 2, and 3. It would be Dead Space Remake, and then three or four years later, they would release Dead Space with like a title. I'm theorizing, by the way. I don't know. I don't know what the frick they're doing. They, they they it could be a reset it could be a cash grab like it could be like a hey we have existing assets this would be an easy remake this would be an easy dunker and then they don't have to worry about like retconning uh, apparently Dead Space 3 is disliked by, by fans of the franchise I really liked it but that was the one that I got introduced to the franchise with because my friend and I were looking for good co-op games and that's why we played it Dead Space where space is dead Dead Space 5, the deadest of spaces. I don't know. Apex didn't have live service features until months after launching. It's almost like they have to build it or or get or get ready for it, Eugene, you know? Be be prepared to pull the trigger. Um, you know. And then and then if they if they if they if they can then they pull the trigger. You know, build build the scaffolding don't build the building you know alright here's the game and over here we got all this scaffolding for live service if we can pull it off we're gonna pull it off we're gonna pull the scaffolding out and start putting walls up you know Dead Space 3 with DLC was a very conclusive ending it'd be hard to reboot if they wanted more sequels again it could be like what they did with Star Trek and they created another timeline right Hilly, Hilly already started drinking. <laughs> Dead Space 3-4-DD, that's right. Yeah, Apex launched with live service in mind. They were like, oh crap, we're so successful. We better get ready with live service features. No, they had the scaffolding built for live service ahead of time. And then they pulled the trigger on it. You know. Dead Space 5, deader and spacier. Yes. <laughs> uh... Oh yeah, he's trending now. He's trending now. Yeah. It's um <laughs> I love the the Babylon B. <laughs> he always wore a mask while doing <laughs> my gosh. Oh, those I my favorite is when the Babylon B or other satirical um, like the onion, you know, there's that great subreddit ate the onion where people think that the onion is a real article. Those are my that, that's my favorite. I don't just like the articles from like the onion or Babylon B. I like when people think that they're real. They're real. Yeah. Who's trending Cuomo? He's uh yeah, they're coming after him. Uh Sigmund do you think crossplay disparities between mouse and keyboard and controller can ever be mitigated? No. No. 
you can't mitigate it without doing something exterior or ulterior. So you got to just do what Halo's doing, and you just match make according to input, right? Match make according to input, so that you don't have to mitigate it. No one, no one has to be scared of the big, the, the big bad boogeyman of mouse and keyboard if you're never playing against them. You know. Lemnus Gate has been delayed to September. Open beta is still planned. It's it's still happening this week. It's installed on my. It's installed on my thing. When did they post that? July twenty second. Oh, they tweeted. Hang on. They tweeted on July fifteenth. We want to welcome you to the beta next week, and we can't wait for you to get your first taste of taste of Lemnus Gate. So what I installed that's supposed to go live today is the beta, right? I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, July 30th. Uh, no, no. I'm not seeing any official word from them about today. It was an absolute pleasure to see so many people at the beta. So the beta's already happened. What the frick? They haven't even updated the official website. All right, all right, all right. Um, hang on. Let me let me do a quick let me do a quick uh, peruser heal. Eldest souls. It's between eldest souls and Vesper at this point. We got it. We got to do something that we got to code for on this channel. Um, hmm. I already cashed in the Eldest Souls uh, code, so maybe we should do that. Their official website still says August 3rd. Yeah, we're getting... We're really getting our knees chopped off today. Now, the first one was our fault. We didn't realize New World Beta was over, but this next one's not our fault. It's not our fault. Um, Hades is trending. That's coming to all consoles very soon. We want to. We'll obviously do a play session of that to showcase that when it hits all the other consoles. Microsoft Flight Sim. I am not doing Microsoft Flight Sim. I already did that. <laughs> we. I was thinking we could do Eldest Souls over here because we did thirty minutes of Eldest Souls on the, on the other channel. We could do it here. Bring the rage. People love that. So. I want to do Vesper, but I did. I could decline the code for Vesper. It's. Too, I think it's too little, too late on Vesper. Uh, I missed our opportunity there. I also have a key for for Death Trash, which launches this week on the fifth. I, I think we'll check that out here. I can decline the Vesper code and be like, it took you guys too long to get me the code, and we could just do uh, Eldest Souls on this channel. Um, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, we can, I guess we could do Ratchet and Clank since that was a request. I don't even know. How's Ratchet and Clank doing these days on uh, on interest? Um, Ratchet and Clank PS5 gameplay is ranked excellently. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank PS5 gameplay. That When I searched for that, it's got an excellent ranking. Like tons of tons of stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. What about the ascent? We already did the ascent. We already did the ascent. Um, we might be able to just honor that ratchet and clank request. You know, 
because I've 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 not done with that game, you know. I I'd, I'd love to I'd love to finish it. I'd love to finish it. I think I'm at like eighty percent or something. I think so. Um, if you haven't smashed like yet, guys, we only need twelve more likes. Give it a smash, Rooney. Let's hit five hundred likes. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, subscribing is free and it enables you to talk in my chat. And this one from Sven says, "Do you think X Defiant is just coming out at the wrong?" time I, I, there's more to X Defiant than that there is more There, I, I don't know I actually think it could be successful because of how hated it is which is weird but I think it's got that spectacle sort of is this going to even be garbage or not and I think a ton of people will play it and I think if they really listen to community feedback they might have like a sleeper cult hit on their hands you never know you never know So, um, we're going to switch Q&A to be more AMA, more off topic, or if you've got questions about this, um, then you can, I've cleared the question queue. You can submit questions now as members that are maybe off topic or not about this. When I come back, I'm going to give you all the news. I haven't given you the news yet, right? We got news about the lawsuit. We've got my opinion piece on cheating, ruining crossplay, and we have news about the Dead Space remake. I've not given you guys the news on it. We've we've touched on it, discussed it, Q&A'd it up. So stick around for that. You may see some ads when I step away. We almost never run ads on this channel. That's one of the reasons we ask people to become paying members. It supports the channel directly. We don't disrupt the content a lot with advertisements, only when I step away. So you can submit questions now in Discord or the live chat as a paying member with the Q command or the question command. If you want to go more personal, more AMA, like ask me anything, more off topic, go for it. When I get back, I'll give you the news and then we'll get to kind of that uh, that more that more uh, just kind of hanging out with the community doing question and answer. Thanks so much for being here today. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it on the gaming channel. Yeah. So for the, so for for those of you that don't know, we have been we've been uploading to the gaming channel. And this is a reason to support it. I know a lot of people weren't really going over there and supporting it or or, or or watching or whatever. But the gaming channel has been... Hang on. There we go. The gaming channel has been getting very consistent uploads of 30-minute samples of games. Even a Dark Souls boss fight made it over there. Um, so Tribes of Midgard first 30 minutes. Me and Hilly's Dead Space gameplay. But here, the Flight Simulator premiered over there. Eldest Souls premiered over there. Chernobylite. Maneater. Uh, as a viewer request, Fall Guys, uh, Pokemon Unite, Chris Tales, Death's Door. So if you're looking for like really nice quick samples of like 30 minute gameplay, and the reason we did this is because this Space Punks video and then the Arcade Get In video, they did really, really well. And they were like an hour, right? They were like an hour long. So it was like, man, we could start taking just smaller samples of new games and putting them over there and you know folks seem to be enjoying that kind of content and it also helped me I, I i was i was absolutely killing myself i was doing too many streams i was doing too much content uh and so it was really really helpful uh you know to to, to shift away uh from that you know and so if you support this channel you can subscribe to uh sntr gaming or sntr shorts for shorter form content that may be more formatted for you. Uh, maybe more suited for you. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, what kind of a trailer uh, should we run for the cheating is ruining cross play? Um, I guess we could run the Splitgate trailer. Uh, three more likes for 500. How did you like Pokemon? I just didn't like it. It has that smite rhythm. I'm not a big smite guy. Um, you know, uh, smite has like a, a meat grinder feel to it that makes it, I think, hard for, for somebody like me uh, to enjoy. And so I think people that like that style of game are probably in for a really nice treat. People that like Pokemon are probably in for a really nice treat. But if you're not really into those MOBA styles, man, I it, it's it'll be tough. It'll be tough for you to get into the Pokemon Unite game. I would love a dungeon crawler Pokemon game. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. We'll just go with Warzone. All right, let me find one. Uh. Um, here we go. Bookmark that. Do, 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 do. do. Loop it and set it to 4K. If you guys haven't been here before for this, what we do is we record these segments for the Shorts channel. That way, the Shorts channel gets content. You guys can have little news segments caked, you know, baked within the actual uh, the actual live stream, and uh, it it gives us the ability to have lots of things covered in one stream. 
and we hope that you guys enjoy it. Uh, and again, the Q&A queue has been reset. If you'd like to submit more off-topic AMA questions as a paying member, you can do that right now. Hey, thanks for watching another SNTR short. And this one's going to be about cheating, ruining crossplay. If you enjoy these short videos over here on SNTR shorts, hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss them. And maybe check out my main channel, SNTR Presents, where we do a daily talk show. And that's where these segments come from. So cheating has become an ongoing problem, both for games like Call of Duty and others, even recently. Uh, In another video, we'll be covering a lawsuit by Bungie and Ubisoft. But the main issue with cheating that I see now is it is corrupting and damaging and even making crossplay a feature that no longer is sought after. For years, you know, fans of games and on the different platforms have wanted crossplay in their games. It was largely sought after in Fortnite and in, even in Rocket League, they pushed to have crossplay put into their game and we were always trying to get, you know, Sony to play ball. One of the biggest reasons that cheating has been on a rise is what I call the economy of cheating. Cheating is very profitable right now. There are entire companies uh, who make millions of dollars uh, selling cheats. There are even users who fund their their payment of the cheats and payment to get into the games. They fund that by doing recoveries or, or you know, cheating for people or carrying people through content, and they do that while they're cheating. So the economy of cheating has really exploded in recent years, making it very profitable to both distribute the cheats, make the cheats, as well as to use the cheats in the game. So the leading cause, I think, of the the distribution and the the profitability of this has led to it being in almost every game. Like, if you can make a ton of money distributing it, you can actually go to a storefront. You don't have to rely on the dark web or forums or Reddit or wherever to find cheats. There are actual businesses that have cropped up. Also, crossplay used to be a desired feature. Crossplay was largely sought after in these major, you know, multiplayer games, especially in PvE titles, but in PvP titles also it makes the player base significantly larger. Now, one aspect of crossplay that's getting some stigma attention is the idea of, you know, if you're on a controller, do you want to play against mouse and keyboard and halo i think is doing it right in their halo infinite beta test we got to see that they are going to be doing input matchmaking so if you're on a controller you're playing against controller players and if you're on mouse and keyboard you will play against mouse and keyboard players and this obviously can can shrink your player funnel a little bit if you're mouse and keyboard there might be less people playing at that given time so it could hurt your matchmaking but that stigma is i think getting less attention now than the cheating. Cheating is taking the front and center stage is the reason that people do not want to play against PC players, but cheating's coming to consoles anyway, so it's not mattering as much, but it is in many cases ruining the idea and the spirit of crossplay. Lastly, banning is more than enforcement. It's about it's about prevention. We have Call of Duty running here in the video, and they've banned over 500,000 accounts, and that's that's all well and good. You know, you've got enforcement, enforcement, yay for enforcement, but where's the preventative measures to keep these people from jumping back in? You know, cheating in many cases isn't just ruining crossplay; it's ruining the free-to-play market. The idea of if you want to make a free-to-play PvP game right now, you better have mass appeal like Call of Duty, to be commercially successful, or you're never going to get the game off the ground. The cheaters are going to immediately come in and ruin it. PvP is a huge market. It's probably the single largest market of gaming available, next to like MMOs and mobile games, and it's becoming incredibly difficult for these games to not have a giant 
just absolute epidemic of cheating within the actual games themselves and as we've already stated within the economy there's an actual market for cheating to both distribute make and use them so crossplay is ruining cheating i mean it, it and 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 the, and the end is not near so we'll have to wait and see what these companies decide to do to keep this in check if you like these short videos hit subscribe and the bell button and i'll see you in the next one okay so that is that's crossplay and cheating we got that we got that i um Crossplay being ruined by cheating. I'll get a I'll get a trailer from Rainbow Six. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna run uh, Destiny footage. Um, Rainbow Six Siege trailer. We'll run that since UB is uh, UB is uh, running the. They're a part of the lawsuit that is, um, as well. Mm-hmm. You flipped what you meant to say at the end. What did I mean to say at the end? Um, actually, could I get a better trailer? This is like pre-alpha footage. Um, um, I guess it's fine. That's not what I want. I don't want... I never want the trailer from like... The other companies you know that like repost them you said crossplay is ruining cheating <laughs> uh it is it is you know crossplay is really ruining cheating i i you know people people can't cheat in peace now <laughs> they are uh <laughs> oh brother oh well that's what happens, chat. That's what happens. When you, you're covering too much and saying too much. Uh, okay. Well, well, we'll we'll get comments. We'll get comments on that at least. All right, we're going to go at 3 17 30 uh, for the lawsuit one. <clears throat> hey, thanks for watching another SNTR short. And this one's going to be about the Bungie Ubisoft lawsuit that recently hit gaming news. If you like these short gaming news videos, hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my uploads every day. Or this is SNTR shorts. Head over to SNTR presents. That's my main channel where we do live streams every day so this isn't the first time companies have set their sights on a cheat company bungie sent a cease and desist to perfect aim and then later uh, in the same time frame they joined with i believe it was riot games and they took their aim at gator cheats and now bungie and ubisoft are joining forces to take aim at ring one cheats pc gamer with the report says ring one sells cheats via subscription for 25 euros a week that's about 30 dollars us a cheater can get a bundle of rainbow six siege hacks like an aimbot configurable esp tools to show health and distance of other players options to alter weapon spread and recoil a hardware id spoofer so they don't get banned or if they've been previously banned they can get around it and a long knife to stab people on the other side of the map 
for 30 euros, which is about 35 US, a week a cheater, if you spend that in a week, a cheater gets Destiny 2 hacks, including a PvP aimbot, infinite ammo, ESP, uh, a hardware spoofer, uh, similar packages of available for Rust, Apex, uh, we've got Call of Duty, uh, Escape from Tarkov, Hunt Showdown, Dead by Daylight, PUBG, all these companies, all these games, okay? On July 23rd, Bungie and Ubisoft filed a lawsuit against Ring One in the California State District, naming several individuals believed to be behind Ring One with usernames like Crypto, Overpowered, and Berserker. According to the suit, the products they sell impair and destroy not only the game experience, but also the plaintiff's overall business and their reputation among the respective player communities. Now, I got a press release from a PR company about this, and the most notable aspect of this case is they might start going after cheaters if they can get some cases case law established with this individual case. This is what they had to say. The plaintiffs predicate their intentional interference with contractual relations and computer fraud and abuse act claim on users operation of the cheating software. Translation, if you are using the cheating software, you've downloaded it and paid to run the hacks and the cheats, they are postulating and arguing, which I believe they can argue this, that you are doing intentional interference with a contractual relationship by way of computer fraud and abuse. So essentially, they have a relationship with the people who have purchased their product. Everyone's under a user license agreement, and that is being disrupted by use of the cheats. It's actually interesting that if you disrupt the business relationship between paying members, paying parties, and uh, an entity, that that could go to court. Pretty interesting in light of some of the bans on the purple platform that have happened in the past. This is interesting because they could start to align themselves, maybe even with government regulations, to say, listen, this is case law that these people are disrupting our business relationship and should therefore be fined. Now, I don't know how enforcement would look. It would probably take a lifetime to get these bills and laws passed. But this is probably the most notable element of the Bungie Ubisoft court case, that they're not just going after the cheat providers. They're trying to get an established clause within it to say, from here on out, if we want, we can go after people actually using the cheating software as it is an intentional form of disruption within a business contractual relationship by way of computer fraud, PC fraud, and abuse. So we'll see if they win their case or if there's more like it. And as always, if you like these short gaming news videos, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. Uh, 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 okay, Dead Space Remake. Let's get this out of the way. Uh, we'll go at 322.30. 322.30. This is the Dead Space one. Oh. I need the trailer. I need the trailer. I wrote my timestamp down, so we'll see if I can beat the timestamp. I did it. Hey, thanks for watching another SNTR short. This one is going to be about the Dead Space remake and the director 
that they secured for that game. If you're watching this on my SNTR Shorts channel, hit subscribe and the bell button for daily uploads of video game news, or head over to SNTR Presents where I do my daily live streams every single day. So the Dead Space remake is obviously very exciting. I mean, people are anxious to see the original title brought back. We already covered that on this channel with a short upload about what exactly they're going to be trying to bring to that game that will be both honoring of where it's come from and what is already there while also trying to add new things as well however the big surprise was that they are landing pretty big names from other titles and other franchises game rant reported on this and said the big surprise at ea play was the rumored dead space remake being in development was actually announced with a brief teaser trailer the teaser trailer running right next to me more information on the game has slowly been trickling out since its initial announcement and we covered some of that information about how they want to bring certain low gravity and other elements to the original title with their remake. Now it's been confirmed who is leading the Dead Space remake as far as being a game director. By his LinkedIn profile, that's how this was discovered, Eric Baptizat, I hope I'm saying that right, is working as the Dead Space remake game director at EA Motive. Prior to the Dead Space remake, he worked at Ubisoft for 16 years where he served as game director for Assassin's Creed Valhalla and other games in the Assassin's Creed series like Black Flag and Unity. Is not to be confused with this other, there's another person named Ashraf Ismail who was the Assassin's Creed Valhalla creative director before he was fired by Ubisoft for misconduct. Different person entirely, okay? Baptizat has been a director there for a very, very long time. Now, the main thing that I wanted to highlight in this is we had a bit of a debate in the chat about this. Like, how can you take somebody from Assassin's Creed and bring them over to the horror franchise? And my contention was pretty strong in support of this, that this person, you know, Baptizat, has a history of directing an established franchise in both innovation and longevity. And Assassin's Creed Valhalla has been one of the best-selling in the franchise, if not the best-selling, even though it is more polarizing and debated whether or not it's the best or the worst. Lots of people love it, and lots of people hate it. It also is the catalyst to Assassin's Creed Infinity, which is taking that existing franchise and catapulting it into a live-service format. And again, that's up for debate whether or not that's a good decision and whether or not that even turns out to be a good endeavor. All that being said, I think choosing a director with a history at a successful and long-standing franchise to come to a Dead Space remake is probably a really good decision. The hope would be that the innovation and the evolution of Dead Space would do two things. You want it to honor where it's coming from, but you also want it to bring something fresh and new without breaking the player's expectations. Something Assassin's Creed has really struggled with over the years is making the game feel new and fresh while at the same time not suddenly not feeling like Assassin's Creed. A lot of people have said that Assassin's Creed Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla don't feel like traditional Assassin's Creed games. And to a certain extent, they are right. Some of the formula was broken away from. Some of the combat structure was completely reworked. But I believe that's necessary for games to not feel old, stale, and predictable. When I played Gears of War 4, I felt it was so familiar and so samey to the other ones before. I was like, I've already played this game, one of the draws to Assassin's Creed Origins and Odyssey and even Valhalla was that the combat felt new and fresh but there was still something there that was Assassin's Creed feeling. Hopefully Baptizat can bring that to the Dead Space remake and uh, and really put the naysayers 
and the people that are worried sort of in the corner and say look we pulled it off i'm anxiously awaiting the release of this so if you like these short gaming news videos hit subscribe and the bell button and i'll see you in the next one all right okay um let's see here uh let's see let's see let's see we need a eldest souls thumbnail i think that's what we'll just end up doing so we can honor honor that code that we got um uh and we'll do that shortly we're not doing that right now we're not doing that right now How many takes would the one take take if the one take ate a baked ate and baked the cake? <laughs> What's good, Dan Zatastic? How are you? Game developer and publisher just don't care about anti cheat. One reason is the market is insufficient. Do you know Easy Anti Cheat? They only have a 15 men working there for over 100 games. Jeepers. You think there'd be a lot more people working on anti-cheat, you know? You think there'd be a lot more people. <laughs> Dead space with ray tracing. <laughs> Dope. You're live? Really? Man. It's, it's funny. I was just thinking... Actually, I wasn't thinking about you being live because nobody cares. Um, let's see here. Let's close that out. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. That, that was announced this morning. Yeah. They, they need... A, they, they need... Basically, what they're doing is... Is they're, they're wanting... They got to have a sacrificial lamb. And the bigger, the bigger the target, the bigger the title, the more effective they probably hope it will be. Um, you know, they're, they're hoping, they're hoping that that's, uh, that's enough to satiate the crowd. Um, not sure we talked about that. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not big on covering it extensively. Um, Yeah, I, I'll discuss it with you and I'll talk about it, but I'm not I'm not putting in a thumbnail title and description and covering it. Yeah. Um. I don't think that'll work. People want this other person. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Who's on the altar now? I mean, it, they've announced that they've announced that the the, the the individual is just stepping down. I was just curious. Yeah, I have no problem. I'll answer people's questions about it. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not concerned necessarily with uh with like. I, it's like I'll cover it. I will. I will definitely cover it in 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 that respect. Like I'll answer your questions and stuff. But like. I don't like getting into the, um, I don't like getting into like putting up the thumbnail and the title and the description, um, you know, 
you can use your dodge ability to avoid Ulrag arrows heading in your direction. Dash through and strike when in proximity. Oh, nice. That Greek Memories of Azur game. We're hoping to get a code for that. We got a code for Grime and played that yesterday. Um... Okay. They should have sacrificed Call of Duty. I why would they do that? Holy moly. That is like They're not you have to understand, it wouldn't make any sense to sub, to, to, to sub uh uh I can preload the PC closed test runs for a limited time. Um Yeah, they're allowing people to preload the X Defiant uh PC. PC version. It doesn't make sense to sacrifice property. Like that's what that's what I don't get. Like in this in the big grand scheme of how terrible this situation is. You know what I'm saying? You you have to be able to slice and divide people from product and people from the property. You know what I'm saying? It's like, wow, there were terrible people either in charge or in positions of leadership or power or whatever and allow the facts and the evidence to bring those people to justice. Justice is not saying, well, scrap the game or no longer support the game, screw the game. I can't believe you would support or stream this game after everything that came out, right? That's not the answer. That's not the answer. You know? All you're all you're doing is is conflating and confusing the difference between the the product and the the, the people, the guilty parties. You know. They need to dump pretty much all their upper management. Yeah, I would imagine that a lot of those people are, are at this point, like, they're they're not... You, you can't keep them on. A lot of Truthless Heroes think that's the answer. To stop streaming, playing, or supporting certain games. A lot of victims worked hard on those products. That's exactly right. This is why you can't turn to the Truthless Hero Brigade of the Internet for an answer. They they have zero nuance. They have no intelligence. They there is there's no they don't have like true character and virtue and class. They're just like well no, destroy it. Destroy everything involved. Like they don't care. They don't. When they cancel somebody, they don't care about that person's mental well-being or anybody attached to them. They are just small angry people who enjoy enacting pain on the world like they're working out their frustrations so acting like like well we're gonna hurt 
we're gonna hurt those top executives that that are guilty or we're gonna hurt the guilty parties by no longer streaming or buying or playing world of warcraft no you're not are you are you freaking kidding me do you think any of those people are gonna even feel a dent of your outrage no the only way they're gonna feel anything is if they are properly and methodically brought to justice if they did wrongdoing or if they were looking the other way whatever whatever the whatever the consequences end up being you not buying supporting streaming or playing the video game isn't doing anything to those people you know like some big wig c-suite employee who's just a scumbag and he looked the other way and maybe even he's just as guilty as the rest of them and he's got his own skeletons that are going to get drugged by this you think he gives a frick about you not buying or playing the game right now you think he's like oh no uh, that no it doesn't do it doesn't accomplish anything There are people working at that company right now that are really hoping this isn't so tectonically destructive that their entire department gets gutted because everyone's on the rampage of like, well, don't support or buy their products until they do the right thing. It's like, yeah, it's going to be great in six months when they have to downsize and they lay off a ton of people because you went nuts on Twitter and got everybody to stop playing, buying, or supporting the game good for you i know that makes you feel better for a microsecond of your miserable life but like you're actually causing harm to people that didn't do anything what would you suggest a consumer do other than voting with your wallet i think consumers should trust the legal process in legal matters it's not up to us to decide whether or not like if imagine this would have happened at a McDonald's C-suite level and everyone just boycotts McDonald's and then all these McDonald's franchises have to close and people lose their jobs and managers can't pay their bills they gotta go tell their kids sorry dad lost his job cause some idiot who makes millions of dollars was behaving like a ninny and now I've lost everything now I've lost my job like it's not our job to speak with our wallets in regard to matters like this we have to we have to trust the legal process let them handle it i think we've we've totally blurred the line between like consumers speak with their wallets yes and how do you do that you support good products and good practices like are they trying to mislead you is it a is it a fraudulent company like are they are they being underhanded are they being unethical you had people with gross moral flaws and character doing terrible things that have nothing to do with the video game that you buy, support, play, or stream. They're completely dis- they're, they're completely divorced. They're completely divorced. They're not- it's not one and the same. It's not one and the same. The same logic was applied in my situation. It was like, well, this guy made people feel uncomfortable, so he deserves total and utter financial ruin. Who cares about his family? Who cares about his newly purchased house? Frick that guy. That's the way people view the world. It's a Disney princess sentimentality about the world. It's like, you either are completely evil and worthy of execution, or you're a saint 
worthy of canonization in in the church of the false righteous like that it's it's one or the other there's nothing in between there, 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 there's, there's nothing in between and you know what all these people are going to do they're going to virtue signal in 6 months when a department gets laid off or people lose their jobs because their stock value share value all their revenue streams d- go down and then people lose their jobs And oh please help these people get jobs yeah and you're the one that brigaded for the financial harm that brought about their firing or dismissal or being laid off or whatever it's perfectly legit to stop support and hope that the organization will suffer to spur change to the organization brought on by investors losing money but this happened because of an actual form like formulated way of like investigation internal things it's going through an actual legal process you're okay with the purple platform failing? Yeah, because they are corrupt from the inside. Their business dealings are corrupt. There's a difference. There's a difference between being a corrupt business and having corrupt people work at your business. Is World of Warcraft or any other Activision Blizzard game, is, is it a corrupt business practice? No. Do they target people for financial and mental harm as a business do they do that no purple did that to me so did bungie that's why i'm like i don't care if your company goes through financial ruin you brought that on yourself corrupt business practice should yield loss it should corrupt people working at a business what what you got you got you got let's say you have 700 employees and there's a hundred people doing awful stuff. They're, um, I don't know, they're they're doing illegal things that have nothing to do with the product they're making, right? They're they're abusing their positions and their power. Okay, take those people through a proper legal proceeding and get them the frick out of there. But that doesn't mean that that company's product and practice needs to be completely ruined. The purple platform is a corrupt platform from the inside out. And and that's why lots of people left. Now, the 16 to 18 people that accused the purple platform of very similar things that, that Blizzard Activision's going through, that's not a reason for that platform to, to, to go belly up. No, that's bad people doing bad things. But corrupt business practice? in enacting undue financial harm and psychological damage on a person that is corrupt business and deserves a form of destructive retribution there's a giant difference if blizzard activision it put in a bunch of fraudulent money stealing money laundering nonsense into world of warcraft then yes that product and that company deserves ruin for that that's not the same as being like we had employees acting like idiots and being terrible and awful take them through a proper legal proceeding and get them out of there but the product itself and the company and all the innocent people that work there they don't deserve that I see I see a giant difference between the two a corrupt business deserves ruin and destruction corrupt people deserve the same they deserve to be taken through a proper process
Innocent employees being hurt, there's no difference. Oh, it sucks either way, Eugene, but there's a big difference between a company that has corrupt business practice. If you're there, you know that's going on. And you know the risk. Like, imagine working for a CPA, okay? And you have knowledge of corrupt business practice at that at that CPA. And you don't do anything because it's paying the bills, okay? And then that CPA gets audited and shut down and you lose your job. You were innocent, right? You weren't doing the bad stuff, but you were working in a place that you know was doing bad stuff. Is there anybody at Purple right now that's like in the dark about the corruption and the favor trading and the nonsense and the harassment and the and the targeted like harm to people? No, they're not in the dark. You're working in a company that you know is corrupt. And if they get investigated and shut down, fined, or whatever, well, there you go. You stayed there anyway, knowing the risk. If you're at a company and there's people doing, there, there's harassment going on, there's people doing bad things to each other internally, and you like nose down like, I'm not getting involved, holy frick. That You don't deserve to be fired because it goes public because of the investigation. Do you see the difference? Like, in one case, you're staying in a business that you know is corrupt, and you know the risk involved. Corrupt businesses get discovered, and they get shut down. Bankruptcy and scandal, right? So there's a giant difference. There's a huge difference between seeing, like, bad behavior... And being like, I'm not getting involved. Like, what am I supposed to do? Other than maybe look for another job. It's also an industry standard. It's like, well, if I speak out against this, then I'm going to get listed as a, as a troublemaker. That's not the same as working at a company that you know is doing things that are corrupt. As a business. It would be like working at a big, big company, right? And you're thrilled to work on the product and you pour years of your life into the product and the product success has a lot to do with your future financial success and stability. And then it comes out that all the guys at the C-suite level are just horrible criminals. They're scum, right? That's not on you. You didn't, what? That's terrible. And then everyone's going to brigade and everyone's going to boycott. And then you, and then you lose your job and the product doesn't sell and all that happens, right? And you're you're an innocent party. That's not the same as working at a company with a history of internal business corruption. If you're working at the Purple Platform right now, you know about all of it. It's been going on for years. They haven't rectified what was done to me. They don't care. Just almost complete and utter financial ruin. Immense, immense psychological harm that required therapy. They don't care. That's corrupt business. 
not Johnny doing something he shouldn't to Susan and like people turning a blind eye and being like, well, I'm not getting involved. It's not my place. I'm just a coder. And they just go back to work. I'm maintaining my position, by the way. When the story broke and there were like 16 to 18 ex-employees, right? When there were like 16 to 18 employees, ex-employees of the Purple Platform that made very, very similar claims to what's going on at Activision Blizzard, right? Bad behavior and people turning a blind eye. When that happened, I wasn't like, oh yeah, that company deserves to just wither and burn and be closed out. No. But the more I've thought about the corrupt business practices and the fact that people are there knowingly working there and, and seeing what was done to me and what's been done to others, and they're just like looking the other way, like, that's fine, I'll just keep working here. No, that business deserves to be destroyed. It's corrupt. It's a corrupt business. That's what I mean. Not everyone knows that maybe someone just landed their dream job at one of these companies without knowing. What if I design phones, but the services department is super predatory? Yeah, I don't. That's that's a tougher that's a tougher thought experiment. There's no difference between putting your head down to bad behavior than putting your head down to shady business dealings. You're still turning your head down and collecting your paycheck. The difference is Gilly is that. Corrupt business practices bring legal ramifications in the business world and putting your head down to bad behavior. The bad behavior should bring about legal ramifications in the behavioral realm. You see the difference? Like, if Bill is doing something he shouldn't at a behavioral level and you put your head down and you don't, you don't say or do anything... That's bad in 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 a thread of bad, right? Like, oh, come on, dude. You should step up and help. You should step up and say something, right? If you see something, say something and all that. Like, you should try and help that person. And you don't because you don't want to be viewed as a troublemaker. Your, 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 your self-interest and your survival instinct kicks in and you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to get involved. Now, if that ends up coming to light and that guy gets in trouble you you bear some 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 guilt and some shame of being like I, I wish I would have stepped up and said something but that doesn't mean that your department or your business or your product should be harmed by that when you work at a business and you have working visible tangible knowledge of corrupt business practices you know the risk involved if this comes to light the business is done there will be business ramifications to this coming to light 
personal behavior ramifications are not the same as corrupt business practices. They're different. I'm just saying bad behavior because the buzzwords you guys are using, I can't say. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying bad behavior to like minimize what happened. I can't use those buzzwords. Like YouTube doesn't like those words. So no, when I say bad behavior, I'm encompassing like reprehensible awfulness. which are business practices well no I know what you put Eugene so understand what I'm saying I'm not saying that there weren't levels of business decisions being made which is a form of corrupt business practice and you allow the investigation and the legal proceeding to met out justice right justice in that situation is not brigading to damage the product and the business as a whole no you have to cut out the sickness that's like saying well you have an infection in your arm and we could do surgery we could go in we could remove the tissue and it could be very effective and then the arm would be okay and through work and rehabilitation you would gain the strength in your arm back or we could just cut your arm off. Like, going in and gutting out and cutting out all the bad people and letting the investigation do its work, that's what we should be doing right now. Let truth win, and then the business can go on. The, 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 the hundreds of people that, 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 had, that had nothing to do with this can go on working and getting a paycheck. Well, if you find out people are guilty, uh, Kaganeko, there's different levels of guilt, right? There's, you were in a leadership position and you look the other way. Fired. You are an actual perpetrator. You did things that are criminal and we have proof. Criminal proceedings. It's messy. It's not simple. That's my point is it's like, it's super messy. It, there's a giant difference between like, a person being like, I don't want to make waves. Holy frick. Like, I got to protect myself in this case. And an HR department or C-suite employee brushing it under the rug. Giant difference between the two. Both of them didn't do what would be considered quote-unquote right, but consequences would be very different in that situation. You're going to go to Steve in the accounting department and be like, I can't believe you didn't stand up and say something. You saw something in the lunchroom that one day. You're out of here! No, you would go to the perpetrators and the people with knowledge that were in a position to fix it that refused to. There's different consequences. That, that's why the approach of the internet doesn't work. The approach of the internet is just a, is just a blunt object. Just wham! Just destroy it all. Just chop off the arm. 
we're dealing with corrupt business practices, why don't we wait for the justice system to correct it? There are formal mechanisms in place. Why should we boycott? Sometimes you boycott because... I don't even know. Like, boycotting is effective for companies that... I'm trying to think of examples of where it would be effective and actually help. Maybe it brings attention to it and then the investigation starts. Maybe nothing is being done and you're like, this is our only way of getting attention on it, right? That's why this situation is so different. There's been an investigation going on since 2018. We don't need to boycott and virtue signal. They've got it. They've got it in hand. Find the question, how should we treat purple as consumers? You have to decide whether or not you want to support a company that you have concrete evidence of corrupt business practice. You have 16 to 18 employees making similar claims as the Activision Blizzard case. So you've got that. That's in its own category. That's people being bad. Then you have business practices that are bad favor trading, intentionally targeting people to harm their business or destroying a person's business, livelihood and mental health you have to decide if you want to support a company that does that I've never once told people to boycott purple. <clears throat> yeah, quid pro quo has been going on. Come on. Yeah, I'm not trying to act like it's just a few bad apples, Eugene. I just think, like, if there was an official investigation at purple, I'd be saying the same thing. I'd be like, let justice be done get the bad people out get good people in so people can keep streaming and keep doing their job keep doing their thing right you guys are worried about the streamers but it's like I'm thinking of the employees that are working at a place knowing if this place was ever investigated we'd we'd be done for we'd be we'd pay so many fines there'd be so many firings and if that were to happen, you couldn't claim that that person was innocent. Now, in the case of, like, Blizzard Activision, it's hard to know. Those companies can be incredibly compartmentalized. You never rub shoulders with certain departments or certain level of employees. So, you hear rumors and whispers, but what are you supposed to do with rumors and whispers? Like, oh, I guess I can't work here now? Like, I heard a story about a story about a story?
Yeah, Gilly, we talked about that earlier, like, Bungie leaving Activision, was it related to the investigation? Um, it's hard to know. As far as I could see, Bungie's behavior during and post-split, it was more about the logistical workings of the game and what they could conceivably do. They didn't want to try and build a, a, a sequel to Destiny, so they built Beyond Light instead. Creature thinks they saw opportunity and that's why they want to get into publishing. They knew heads were going to roll eventually. So they got out. And they're now they want to get into publishing. Dude, I think the antibiotics I'm on are, like, making my nose itch. It's driving me crazy. Booking is confirmed? What the frick is this? A booking confirmed for a platform demo of what? Let me ask you this. What if someone like myself, I work at arguably one of the top 10 uh, two tech companies in the world supposed to do with this stuff? I hate hearing about executives on the news from my company who do bad stuff or act in a behavior that's disgusting. I had nothing to do with that situation. Yet now the public blames the company at large, and I had no idea of the situation. It's not as clear-cut as just quitting your job and finding a new one. These people have no idea uh, that this stuff was happening. Well, here's the thing. that's, that's That's been kind of my point all along. If you have knowledge of corrupt business practice, you know you're taking a risk in working at that company. 
All it takes is one whistleblower and an investigation, and, and then financial ruin is right around the corner. But if you're seeing stories in the news, or there's rumors or things about a C-suite employee who's just a pig of a man, well, come on. what? So you're not supposed to pay your bills and earn a living because this guy's a, to- a terrible person? That doesn't even make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. He's not writing checks to you to be quiet. Like, you're not getting paid hush money. You're just like, I, what are you? Dude, I'm slamming out code, right? If that guy is a pig and he's awful, then the board and, and shareholders should get him out of here and get somebody else in his position, right? Take action at him at the level that, it, that, that makes sense. That, that, that would be my mentality there. You can't be expected to, like, quit your job because this guy decided to be a pig. Like, that, I, that to me doesn't line up. And the situation with Blizzard Activision is too large, I think, for us as, like, observing bystanders to adequately know what the right response is. That's why I was like, I don't think virtue signaling for boycotting is the answer. I think the answer is we need to allow a three-year-long investigation to to work itself out. People don't want investigations to happen and legal proceedings happen because they're slow. And they're not they're not immediate. We want the immediate you know public execution. That that's why they're trying to stop the public bleeding and they're trying to satiate the public by having a guy step down they're like okay well here's a sacrificial lamb maybe people will calm down by that logic knowledge of bad behavior is knowledge that the business is exposed to lawsuits and economic hard what's the distinction if the guy is being a pig to what degree is he a pig Zubair right is he is he sleeping around right that's funny too, right? Like we we're, we're we're all about like liberty and freedom and embracing all spectrums of physical uh, expression, but we still cling to like a hyper conservative monogamous you know ethic of morality. Where like if a C-suite employee or a politician is sleeping around, he's the devil. It's like, which is it? Do you believe in traditional? traditional monogamous morality or do you believe in a liberated morality where you can go and do and and act as you want well he's a liar oh okay like does that open up the company to lawsuit no not if he's sleeping around now if he's doing criminal things embezzling money or laundering money or some type of illegal trafficking or something and you hear about it, you hear a rumor, no, you're not just supposed to quit. Well, I'm not going to work here. That guy's doing bad stuff. What if it's a rumor? What if it's a lie? What if it's not true, right? If someone is guilty of misconduct and there's an investigation and they're fired, you don't need to quit as soon as the investigation comes to light. Let's clearly say it's criminal level, quid pro quo, benefits for that. Right, in that in that scenario, right, your desire should be justice be done discover the truth enact the appropriate punishment whether it's at a a legal criminal level or purely a firing and a dismissal because 
you got to figure out where where the chips fall what can be proven what's actually true what's made up you got to figure out you got to let an investigation figure all that out because people in these scenarios embellish and exaggerate it happens so he could be painted out to be a mass murderer and really he punched a guy right which is it you got you got to let the investigation figure that out and when that happens you would then hope that that's the end of it I don't necessarily think like you get knowledge of this situation like oh my gosh now obviously you might start thinking that could be the tip of the iceberg this place could be in this place could be underwater in a week because what else was he doing was he fudging numbers was he was he laundering money are we even a profitable company like you might be worried about that and start looking for another job but i don't think you like tender your resignation because you you learned that the ceo is an absolute scumbag you'd be like okay well get him out of here investigate and proper you know proper enforcement should be done does he need to go to prison or does he just need to be fired and do and do I need to be worried about the the, the the financial stability of the business? If he's a if he's a womanizer and he's quid pro quoing it up, well then yeah, get him out of here. That's awful. That's horrendous. Get the frick no way. Fired immediately. As long as it can be proven. It's not just a claim, it needs to be proven. And then that would you would hope would be the end of it. If you have visible, tangible knowledge of corruption within the business, you know the risk that you're taking by staying there. You're like, this place is going to get investigated and I won't have a job. Let's be clear. Business operations are squeaky clean. Every employee has been mistreated badly. Yeah, if if business operations are 100% clean, then I want to get the bad employees fired and out of here. Everything's on videotape. Yeah, get them out of here and prosecute them if necessary. If there needs to be, if there needs to be a criminal hearing, there needs to be a criminal hearing. But I don't think the business should go under because it because you, what if you what you had nothing to do with it? You were like, what are you talking about? This entire department has been busting their butts on the research, the R and D, and the testing. We're ready to go. We're ready to go to market with version two or whatever. And that we find out that two dudes in the C suite level were just absolutely like mask wearing, horrible, eyes wide shut, crazy town levels of misconduct. It doesn't make sense to me for the company to be harmed. It will be harmed because, especially if it's a publicly traded company, the public will view that company differently. And that's a damage to the company that you can't undo. Seeking the harm of the company and the downfall of the company? But but was it... But why? If Get them out of there. Get them fired. question comes in when someone is doing something scummy and it's on a CEO's watch do they too deserve the boot yeah if leadership looked the other way and tried to brush it under the rug and didn't do the right thing then yeah leadership is now is you have to call that into question what else are you going to overlook you're out of here absolutely not It's like saying Bungie should go under 
because of the corruption and leadership because of Lono's ban. Yeah, I don't I don't think the company needs to go under. It'd be it'd be it it would it would bring me a sense of like, you know, oh well that's karma, but I don't want that. There's plenty of people working on that game that have nothing to do with what happened to me. Ninety nine percent of that company has nothing to do with what happened to me. Well, and companies should have anonymous ways to submit reports so that no one is worried. Like, you shouldn't be worried in the in, in the marketing department if you see something. You should be able to go into, a, into an anonymous piece of software or on an anonymous piece of paper to bring light to it, to say, listen. And then they would, then they would observe and watch that person, obviously. Let's flip it. Jim is a saint. He treats everyone well, gives 90% of his money to charity, but you know he's committing fraud to keep the corporate profits looking good. The business should go under. Yeah, the business should go under because that's a business consequent of business fraud. Moral personal failing leads to moral personal consequences. Business fraud leads to business consequences. Like, I see them as being in different, different categories. The moral and personal failings of these employees should bring about personal consequences. Business corruption should bring about business consequences. I see them as different, it being completely different categorically. Because if the business is built on fraud and built on a lie, then it'll, I mean, it'll go under anyway. <laughs> like, the market will destroy it on its own. You wouldn't even need to brigade or boycott. It would come to light, the investigation would happen, and it'd be done. They'd be done. They'd be under. They'd be underwater. They'd be bankrupt. So I, I don't know. The innocent employees are out in the same instances. Yes, yes, that is true, Eugene. And one, it's like, this is a shame, but what are we supposed to do? It, it was it, The business was corrupt. It really, really stinks that like Sally, Bill, and Tom had no idea that the company was underwater and now they're out of a job. That sucks. But there's a giant difference between the business suffering business consequences for business corruption and a business suffering business consequences for somebody's personal corruption I just see it as it if we can prevent it in this one instance we should we should say whoa there are people here this is their livelihood personal consequences should be the goal a personal accountability and consequences should be the goal if the business is on the up and up then we should work to retain that and let it continue because it it's a good thing in the world for a good business that's that's doing things ethically to continue. It's good for the world. It's good for the society. They're making money. They're paying their bills. They're paying their taxes. They're they they are a part of that that ethos and ecosystem in that city. That that's good. That's a way of civilizing the world. Like having people making a living. It's a tra- it would be a tragedy just to all oh, yeah, we're going to shut our doors. We had all these terrible people working here, and now the whole play, and now we're done. And oh boy, I mean, it's coming. Like, it's unavoidable at this point. It's like watching a ship sink slowly in oatmeal. It's like, eventually it's going to get to the top floors, and there'll be less people being able to stay above.
I think I'm starting to understand from your position that you value justice even if it causes some unintended harm, whereas I'm not comfortable with unintended harm even for justice. Well, but what would you do, Zubair, if the if the if the company if the company is truly in the red and they've been lying to investors? What are you supposed to do? Get I, I guess what? Get angel investors? Get somebody to come in and fix it all? If the if the if the company's dead, the company's dead. If they've been embezzling money or they got to pay more fines than they can afford, then the doors get closed, and that sucks. But what you don't have. You, you have the too big to fail debacle where it's like well we're just gonna we're just gonna allow this to continue there's no right answer it's a question of what is the lesser evil for you I just see a logical connection between business corruption bringing about business consequences and personal corruption bringing about personal consequences I, I see there I see, I see that as a categorical difference and yes no matter what, in either scenario, innocent parties are harmed. But if the business is corrupt and goes under, those people couldn't say, well, now, wait a minute, this isn't fair. I mean, it isn't fair, but they could, they, they'd have to be like, well, I mean, what are you going to do? There's no money. You know? I worked at, um, I worked at Dial America Marketing, and about a year after I left, one day people showed up to work, and there was a sign on the door. They were done. They'd get their last check in the mail. They ran out of leads. They overcalled their lead base. They destroyed their entire business model. They just they they slowly but surely were getting um, lower and lower conversions and repeat buyers. And they overcalled their lead base, drove their lead base into the dadgum ground, and then they just closed the call center. Right? It was unfair. It was a- people were angry, but at the same time, it's like what what were they going to do? Keep the lights on and keep paying people to sit around and do nothing? Like it had to, they had to close. It became a business. It became like a business necessity. That wasn't even corruption. That was just, that was just the end of telemarketing. That was the end of being able to have a telemarketing call center as a viable business. It, it just became less and less viable. The market shifted, and they had to close. There's always going to be collateral damage in circumstances like this. It's unavoidable, but you hope the damage is as minimal as possible. And that is exactly why I got so ramped up about this. What kind of microphone do I use? It's a Shure SM7B. Um, that's why I got so ramped up about this. I was like, we are literally brigading for the damage of, of, of a business and people and livelihoods that had nothing to do with this nonsense. Like, like let the let the investigation in the justice system do its job and we should just patiently wait and 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 hope that guilty parties receive their just due and that innocent parties as best as possible are protected from the fallout if possible they're going to make way less money their share value stock value all that's going to go down and people are going to lose their jobs that didn't do anything wrong. It's going to happen. Last in will be first out. Your most recent hires, your most recent expansions. Your your if you're if you're green there, if you're newly hired, you you know you're you're right now updating your resume.
Yeah, coming soon. I saw that. Hades coming to Game Pass uh, for Xbox. What's that other one? Oh, Curse of the Dead Gods as well. Nice. It got a Dead Cells update. Really? Huh. That's a neat crossover, isn't it? Um, we don't have anything written up for this. Oh, you know what I can do? I need to schedule a stream. We 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 got off on this tangent. That's wrong too. Lemnusgate didn't happen. Um, Lemnusgate didn't happen either. Wait, no, that's not right. Hmm. Here is what we're getting ready to go to, but I gotta schedule it. There we go. Eldest Souls gameplay. Mm. Oh, Lemnus got delayed into September. Gee, many Christmas. Uh, okay, Eldest Souls. Gameplay... And then I'll grab this for my description. Thankfully, we have a video already over on gaming. Um, Elder Souls gameplay uh, will be live on this channel. I'm going to schedule it for like 145. We'll probably... Wait, wait. What would be 30 minutes away? Uh, yeah, we'll do 135 because we can get 8 minutes. People get hit with the 30. Uh, Eldest Souls Indie. so weird seeing the date right like that I've tried to get better about reading those dates because I um a lot of times you know we're watching trailers and stuff from other countries and I'm always like what the frick like I've done I've done that it wouldn't be the first time we should have tags already too yep there we go okay gameplay Save. Okay. Mm-mm. Oh, that's right. The streaming settings are in here now. 
I hope these back-end changes they've been making are a sign of, like, preparation and not just, like, patchwork updates. companies have economic and political power I have a vested interest to keep that in check as much as possible and they've shown they will use that power to do nefarious things yeah I mean and that's and that's why I think some people probably feel like they can do the boycotting thing I just feel like that's our immediate that's like that's our immediate response now and I'm always like well wait can we pump the brakes here like are we are we sure that that's even helpful you know is that helpful right now? You know? Love the shirt. I'm an 80s kid, so I watched a lot. Oh, thank you. You can use the shirt command. We are partnered with 80s Tees. Uh, 80stees.com will give you 30% off if you use my code, code LONO. And this comes from their TV collection. They have a video game collection, Star Wars, Marvel, uh, 80s and 90s movies, uh, TV shows, so yeah, you can use the shirt command. Nope, boycott immediately with no facts. We have facts. I'm not buying Blizzard products until they've shown a willingness to act in good faith. Right, and I don't necessarily I don't necessarily think that that is that's a problem like for you personally, right? Um for you personally, I don't necessarily think that's that's a problem. I guess I was more annoyed by the brigading. Um, what is this for? With directions? What is this? Some company called some company called Boardable has like I've, I have a meeting booked with them for a platform demo. I don't know who the frick these people are. I don't know what this is. I've never even heard of it. Does every social movement brigading now? That's dangerous. Well, that's the thing, though, Eugene, is like, that's all people do, though. It's like, well, I'm angry about this. Damage the person in the company. Going out and literally saying, let's damage the company. Let's, 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 let's motivate and gather and rally and let's hurt this company. Let's hurt this person. 
I don't know. I think I'm just a lot more sensitive to it because I was on the other end of it and it's terrible and horrifying. It, it, you're basically giving everybody a, a fire hose. Like, water can be incredibly good, but it can also be incredibly destructive in the wrong hands. And like, if everybody was given a fire hose in their front yard, it would be a, it would be a disaster. G- broken glass, broken windows, damaged cars, damaged property... You know, the strength of a fire hose cannot be just handed to any old person. But we're just, we're handing the, the strength of, the strength of destruction to basically everybody with a Twitter account. You were on the end of Bad Actors? In a world where the pitchforks and torches come out immediately, it's reasonable to ask everybody to take a beat before they do anything. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you conclude for yourself personally, I cannot in good conscience support this company until I see actionable change. I respect that. When you take to Twitter and you use hashtags and you use your platform to get everybody angry and everybody mad and you're motivating people to boycott and not buy and what do all those people do? Well, they turn and they, they're, they're, they're harassing CMs and they're harassing people who work for the company or stream the game publicly. That's all you're doing. You're not actually bringing about change. I think that's kind of my point, right? The investigation and rooting out the bad actors and getting people fired that deserve it, that's the change that you want to see in the immediate, and then in the future, you want to see that change create a more permanence, or have more permanence, right? But I don't think you get anywhere with the immediate taking to Twitter and let's boycott, let's damage, let's hurt, let's harm, let's stop the support of this company entirely. I don't think that that's helpful. Was it helpful when somebody with over a million followers retweeted gossip about me? No. It, it, was, it was so psychologically damaging and awful and destructive, and he just recklessly did it. And he doesn't, he doesn't even care, didn't he? He doesn't blink an eye about that. And people do the same thing in this scenario three-year investigation horrible corrupt things this is so awful what am i going to do stoke the public rage and out and, and anger and get everybody even more frustrated and angry and brigade for boycotting and not supporting and not playing streaming or buying their products and everybody everybody lights the world on fire i just i don't see that as bringing about change and making the world better i don't because i've been on the other side of that and i'm like this is horrible Anybody that works for that company has a sick feeling in their stomach every day. And any of them that have Twitter accounts, heaven forbid they had a Twitter account that that said that they worked at that company. You have to hurt the bottom line to force investors to act. I think the public reporting on it and the and the legal proceedings is 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 going to do that on its own, I would imagine. You don't necessarily need to use Twitter and your far-reaching platform to, to to amplify the damage. I don't know. It's like the scalpers debate, right? It's like there's a supply deficiency of PS5 and the scalpers make it worse. This is awful and damaging and will and will bring about permanent repercussions at that company and the brigading and the boycotting and the using your giant platform makes it worse. Why does it do it? Because people stop buying. Right, but you don't have to make you don't have to pour gas on the fire I guess is is the way I'm looking at it 
I just I just see it as completely unhelpful. It motivates. It turns it into this is the different. This is the difference in my mind, Eugene. It turns it from I am not going to support this company any longer, and it turns it into we are part of a destructive movement and what that does and what that does mentally and what that results in is is a is a destructive and and an awful ugly thing that i don't feel is in the same category as oh well we're i'm not supporting that company until i see change and then they naturally see profits go down cuz the public is just like uh i'm not shopping there i'm not buying that product uh the Twitter thing, the brigading thing to me is a whole nother animal. It's a whole nother animal. It becomes it becomes about inflicting pain as a means of vengeance and not a the, the natural public response is cessation of support or a recoiling. That's the natural response. What ends up happening afterwards is people recoil and then they grab their weapons and now they're like charge. That's how I that I I, I see that as I see that as being completely and utterly different. The brigading is part of the dissemination of information. Look at this journalist. Yeah, and I feel like people like him should be investigated. And what do you do? You investigate, you get facts, and then you put them in the public's eye. That's what, you know, RN Jesus and Vicky are still hoping to do in my scenario is let the public look at all the facts. The investigation is done. There will be a court date. The Twitter shots is just sad. Most people gaming the situation to look good for follows, right? Kat says, wait for the investigation if you're not happy with the outcome, then full steam ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I... I don't know. My bias is clear. My bias is clear. I have been on the other side of the brigading, and it's horrifying. It's it's traumatic. It's truly traumatic. The, 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 the people that did it to me, they've never been through anything traumatic. <laughs> You don't shrug at getting help and going to therapy and joke about trauma. You don't do that. Like, I like I've been on the other side of it, and it's and it's it is awful. It is it is absolutely horrendous, ugly, traumatic. Like, I I I literally get post-traumatic stress from it. I actually do. I have all the symptoms. I I literally went to. I, I literally went to a dermatologist because for nine months I've had I've, I've struggled with acne and when did it start after all that happened around the same time I started having heart problems and, and blood pressure problems actual physical manifestations of the stress and the psychological damage that they did to me I've been on the other side of it so I see it happening I'm just like man this is just not the way this is just awful. This is the worst side of our of our of our humanity. And maybe because I'm so close to it and maybe because I know exactly what it feels like, 
maybe I'm being maybe I'm being too too anti brigading and boycotting. Maybe it is useful at times. Maybe this is one of those times. Maybe it's too widespread. Maybe it's like, nope, sorry. People at that company, this is unfortunate. You got to, you know, you got to try to find other places to work cuz that company is in bad shape and there's nothing we can do to stop it. The sweater is unraveling, you know. Yeah, and at this point, too, what Sinos is saying is accusations have been made. Nothing has necessarily been proven. And that's the other part of this that is really, really scary. I know firsthand just how exaggerated this stuff can get. I have I have solid memories of events in my brain. I know exactly what happened, and the way people retold it, and the way people recounted it is so obscenely exaggerated fantasy land what if that happened in this scenario what if it's at a level 3 and we all think it's at a level 9 you know what I'm saying people in these scenarios it's been proven like it's there have been psychological studies into folks in these scenarios embellishing and it's just completely overstating what took place we don't know how how guilty or how widespread we know what the claims say we know what the claims say, but until it's been actually proven, and that's exactly what, what what makes me so cautious. I'm like, if we turn around, if we turn around in two years and we're like, 75% of the claims were unsubstantiated, we're going to feel real dumb. A lot of it has been proven. The sheriff's department didn't imagine cameras in bathrooms. Right, right, right. If there's proof, that's what I'm saying. If there's proof, then I leave it. I leave it to the justice system. It's not my job to figure all that out. When I was um, a, a great analogy, a great analogy. There's an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine where Andy Samberg's character lets a guy go because he thinks he's got the wrong guy. His time in jail. You know, and he was innocent. It made him wonder, like, what if this guy is telling the truth? What if he is innocent, right? And his captain said, it's going to make you a better detective. It's going to make you more careful. It's going to make you more cautious. The fact that there can be innocent people found guilty. It'll make you a better detective. You will make sure as definitively as you can that you've got the right person, right? And in my scenario... I want to be absolutely 100 I want to be as confident as as I can that we got the right guy we got the right people because I know exactly what it feels like to be screaming at the world I I didn't do any of this and everyone's like yes you did off with his head and down the axe comes it's it like it's changed it's changed how I think about these scenarios it's easy to puff your chest hit it a couple times and say get these scumbags out of here yeah like it makes you feel like that false sense of like that false masculinity that internet tough guy thing small men running around like beating on drums sure makes you feel good for a while but man I'm telling you what when you're on the other end of that that is absolutely terrifying to watch your life destroyed before your eyes nothing you can do to stop it 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 would be like watching your house get flooded like having footage of your home just get flooded by a by a by a hurricane it would be tro- it would be awful. There's nothing you can do, just powerless to watch your home destroyed.
I work in employment law for a large agency and have conducted numerous investigations. They have been a number of times hearsay was run wild and people have lied for their own agenda. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of the calls I go on, especially lately, the people who call are the people actually at fault, not the person that they're trying to get locked up. It's dangerous. That's changed my views too. Yeah. Small men. Glass house, friend. Glass house. That's right. That's right. I I am never going to try and minimize the, the, the bad things that these people did but I also know how how a slap across the face can turn into a murder with enough time enough embellishment and enough bias a guy slapping somebody you give it enough time he's a murderer a month later and I think that that's that is terrifying to make a misstep or a mistake or to, or to commit a social faux pas and to be turned into a predator. Like, that's terrifying. And it happened to me. It happened to me. And so it's like, in these scenarios, it's like, how, how much? How much? If it's all been proven fine, yes, then absolutely. Absolutely. If there is definitive proof, then the legal, criminal, or business ramifications should be met out. So, um, I got to refresh to make sure redirect works. We had to do a bit of a change of plans here today. We're going to be playing, um, some eldest souls instead of Lemnus Gate. We were also going to try and play new world. I was mistaken. Uh, creature and I were both mistaken. We thought the new world beta was, was going, uh, for a lot longer. Um, so almost a thousand votes on that poll. Thank you for all the votes today. Uh, thank you for the lively discussion. Let me get this all set up so that we can we can shift here into some gameplay. We also have a scheduled um, a scheduled premiere of Raji on the gaming channel over at SNTR Gaming. Uh, we have that scheduled, and that is uh, that is uh, a request. That's a viewer request that came from Sven. Uh, so. Okay, yeah, this is this is set to go. All right, so it's going to pop up and ask you if you want to come along for redirect. Just say yes. If you don't want to deal with the redirect, click the link in chat, or you can refresh my main channel page. It will be the featured video, okay? So, Elder Souls is a really, really cool game. We did get a code for it, and it, had, it, it already premiered on my gaming channel, but I'm going to continue playing it with you guys today. And I'm actually kind of excited about this. I was really enjoying the mechanics and the method of progression. So, say yes, you want to come along for the redirect, or click the link in chat. It's also pinned. Come hang out. Even if you only come hang out for 30 minutes or so, that's super helpful to me. Okay? I'll see you guys over there for some gameplay, and then we're going to head after that. We'll head over to SNTR Gaming for a premiere of a viewer request of Raji, which is on Game Pass right now. All right? I'll see you guys over there.